everybody and welcome to this. Whoa, 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 whoa. You've been replaced, remember? Oh, yeah, sorry. Whoa! <laughs> whoa! <laughs> I'm about to say, but this is an unexpected hijacking occurring here. What was going on here? I've been planning this for weeks. <laughs> Fuck's sake, man. Wow. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's Bad Bookers Wrestling Podcast, episode 74. I am the original host, Smoothman. I've got last week's host, Matt, uh, or whatever week's Matt. Yeah, whatever. Week before and Chris. Last. <laughs> week Hello, before me. last was Matt. Two weeks, well, three weeks ago was me, I think. You really have ruined my intro, Matt. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> How are we all so doing? Happy. Uh, yeah, I'm alright. Yeah, fine, mate. How are you doing, Smoothman? Um, work happened. Yeah. We'll talk, we'll, we'll talk less of that. <laughs> Can we just say, right, can we just see, you can hear the transition to just the change in voice since the kids have gone back to school, can't you? <laughs> Smooth and last time said, oh yeah, you know, summer holiday to Minecraft. And I'm like, oh my, my brain, I can't handle this any longer. Kids are back at school. Hi! <laughs> did, did you say words? Because I just didn't hear them. <laughs> was, I, was I all no. over the place? I'm sorry. No, no, it was me being awkward because I'm not really listening. My brain doesn't work. Um... So, we've got lots to get through this week. Lots of questions as well. Uh, news, and obviously we had three pay-per-views and usual television to get through. So, we'll not spend too long, hopefully, um, on the news. But we'll get through the news first. So, the main news this week, uh, Tony Khan has revealed in an interview after All Out that Kylie Ray has been released from her AEW contract as per her request. This then sent the Twitter universe into meltdown, calling AEW all sorts of nonsense, or just saying, there's something wrong with her. Apparently. I didn't really pay attention. I, I, I don't really have much to add. I mean, from what I saw of her, she was really good. She was like a more aggressive face Bailey. So it was nice she, to see. She was really hurt for all... Was it all... No, it wasn't all in. It was the other one. Um, Fight for the Fallen? No. Before Fight for the Fallen. Double after or nothing. Fight for the Fallen. Double or nothing. That yeah. was the one. She was really over. She was in that triple threat, or what was supposed to be a triple threat, and turned into a fatal four-way. Yeah, Brand- and turned into Brandy Rhodes happened. <laughs> yeah, and brought out Awesome Kong because reasons. When everybody thought the Miz was going to come out because she said, "And this is going to be awesome," everyone's like, "Where's the Miz? Where's the Miz?" <laughs> and in comes Maurice. No. Uh, yeah, it's a shame she's gone, but I'm sure there's un- you know underlying reasons. There has to be something going on. Yeah. Uh, you don't just opt out of a company that's paying you a lot of money for no valid reason. So, uh, it's a shame, but what can you do? Yeah. Indeed, indeed. Excuse me. Um, sticking with women wrestlers in our other news um, and them leaving companies, Squared Circle Sirens have reported that Casey Catanzaro has left WWE due to persistent uh, disc injuries in her back, I believe. Well, there's no there's nowhere else over disc. You yep. never know. You have a knee disc. <laughs> hip, <laughs> hip disc. Yeah, I mean, this, this is sad, but at the same time, just after the story, well, a day and a half after the story broke, she was posting videos on Twitter of her new signature move. So I don't know whether she was just, because she hadn't reported it herself, getting some video footage in, or whether maybe it's all the work, or maybe it's all people taking things out of proportion. I don't know. But her, her last tweet, 
is a video of her saying, um, this is what I got up to in the performance centre, this is my new finisher. So I'm calling bullshit. Yeah, you see, the, the the problem is there's so many so many places are reporting it as as true. Like there must Who's be the source. I mean, I've seen it from Cultaholic What Culture. I've seen it from Meltzer himself. I've Jack has seen it from wherever I smoothen just said squared circle sirens. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Not a clue. So it's all over the internet, but like That's I say, like her, her last porn movie. movie. <laughs> Well, it does though. I'm sorry, but it does. So that's something you'd find on Pornhub. I'm sorry, but it's ridiculous. Squared circle sirens. It does though. <laughs> You've broken smooth, man. Anything can break Come at the at moment. You fucks. Um, I don't think we've got anything else to add on that. I think you've killed that off. Um, Great. After his match at World Quest, Kenta was hospitalised due to suffering a concussion during the match. To be quite honest, from where I I was sat, not a clue. Not surprised, honestly. I, I mean, I've not watched it, but I'm not being funny. But it should that should happen to every New Japan wrestler after every match, surely. <laughs> so, so I've watched this. It's it happened about five minutes into the like fifteen minute match. That match should have been stopped. There's times where he doesn't know where he is. There's one quote unquote kick out where. Um, that she, explains the uh, kick out. Okay. she literally is over the top of him. One, two, and the referee really mm. slows down halfway through the three count, and then she pulls him up. Because we were mental in the crowd. He, we were like, "What is he's going completely on?" Completely unconscious, and she pulls him up, and the ref. Yeah, it, it, that match should have been stopped. Like, a, a really worried for his health, but apparently he's fine. He's been checked out, and he's fine. But. Yeah, because I remember yeah. that completely. Because me and me and Jack just looked at each other and went, "That looked like a botch." Um, <laughs> what's going on? Yeah, and what's going on was Kenta was unconscious. It makes complete sense, to be honest. Kenta probably thinks um, he's in the performance center or something. Jesus Christ! Mm. Uh, and then finally, <laughs> this news is meme-worthy in, in so many ways. Chris Jericho went on an absolute sesh after winning the AEW World Championship at All Out because he got on a little bit of the bubbly. A little bit of bubbly. Uh, but he had picked up the wrong bags at the airport and asked the driver to go and pick up the right bags. Well, <laughs> well Chris Jericho ate um, in some sort of steakhouse. Go get those Omaha steaks. Go get Omaha steaks in, baby. Um, was it like a lobster house or some weird shit like that? I thought it was a steakhouse, but. Okay. Uh, it wasn't a Cracker Bell, that's for sure. Cracker, yeah, whatever it's called. Cracker, cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. Yeah, fucking dumb American names, I don't know. <laughs> um, so he left the boat in the limo. When the limo driver returned, the boat was missing. The boat was then found by police on Thursday. Um, this, they, Obviously, the meme earlier was him getting on the sesh. Uh <laughs> insert many memes here uh, but this they, I think they're going to use this as a storyline of course they are I would have loved if Drake Maverick came out in a week going I've got the wrong bags that would have been fantastic that would have been hilarious just keep it going because you know it's just trolling it's just meme worthy content surely I've seen lots of people tweet as well in response to it saying, oh, I've got all these championship belts but I've never lost mine uh, and stuff like that which is quite funny but um, no, the uh, I saw the tweet that I saw this week 
was so funny that I was like, actually, please do that. Um, so his first title defense is obviously one of the earlier tapings. I think it's in Philly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> someone said, um, obviously, there's no wrestling between then and the first show or one of the first shows. So maybe he just goes on a constant sesh, turns up to AW drunk to do his title defense, and therefore like loses the boat because he doesn't know where he is. Yeah. Why not? Which, which why not? Yeah. Apparently, it was found. Uh, it, it was it was left it was on the side of the road. Someone had dropped it at the side of the road, somewhere, and a a good a good hearted Nate good hearted person picked it up and handed it into the local police. That's apparently what's happened. That's apparently what happened. Or the police report states that that okay. it was it was found by the side of the road somewhere, and a good soul handed it in. So, I mean, it's it's a, it's one of a kind. How the fuck are you going to get away with hiding that? No. Far, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. That's the situation. Good people. I mean, this is what happens when you give the title belt to the wrong person. They but lose it's the it. right person. I mean, it, of that match. I mean, neither of them should have been in the match to start with. But Jimmy Havoc doesn't need to be AEW World Champion. No, Jimmy Havoc doesn't need to be AEW World Champion. We'll get on to Jimmy Havoc in a bit because I've got a bit of a problem with that match. Oh but, dear! Oh, oh dear! What Matt's but... got a problem with something? <laughs> Fucking hell! But... Why have you the water is wet? (laughs) Geriatric fucking Joe and some guy nobody's ever heard of in the main event of a pay per view, right? (laughs) So then, um, predictions, yeah, (laughs) we'll get on to it later. Uh, predictions. So, me and Jack, while we're in London, uh, for Royal Quest, if you haven't seen our vlog, go and check it out on the Bad Bookers Wrestling Podcast YouTube channel, kindly edited by Chris. Thank you very much, sir. Um, it's, uh, it's 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 a good representation of how much fun we had. However, we did predictions, and guess what? I lost. <laughs> you got chopped to fuck. And I wish uh, Smoothman at Smoothman's request, I had to wedit out the um, uh, <laughs> after the first chop because unfortunately, uh, it left a very 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 big red handprint on him and he had to lift his shirt up so he decided that needs to be left out which is perfectly fine but it was fucking funny i uh, laughed it, my head off when i saw that if you want to see spoon with his top off the video is on twitter what is what? it i've seen your chest what? i don't I, and it might be I know, in the dms because I, I sent it in the dms ah right okay. long dudes i'm gonna split oh. it up i'm gonna um chop that video up and just have smoothing's punishment oh no can i do that I don't know. No, that's not. We'll talk about that later. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I lost. I had two chops. One from Kev, um, who met us out there in out there in London, down there in London, uh, and Jack. Um, Matt, uh, not Matt. Kev's was horrendous. Kev went full um, Walter on you. Kev <laughs> went full frying pan big overhand. show. Not Walter, big show. Like, a proper overhand as well. It like really bear, hurt. Bear and shot. he was creasing and I was just in pain. The best thing was, with two wrestling fans, he'd come from the cover box walking past us. Yeah. So obviously I'd started and they heard it and I just looked to them and they just like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, you see them in the video just sort of slowly going past. One of them, because I was wondering, are those two from the copper box? Because and then I realised I saw the Bullet Club shirt. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, so they're fans. Oh, this. I'm one. I wish I could get their reaction for it. But Jack's reaction kills me. When when it turned to camera to himself, he's just like, 
Oh, what has he done? He's over. Oh, he just he's overhand dead. chopped him. What's he done? And then Jacks. The sound that I make after Jacks is because I'm still hurting. Yeah, because he did it in the exact same spot where Kev did it. Yeah, I think I've died. Um, I think it, I had a heart attack immediately afterwards. I'm pretty um, sure Kev's one. Kev's one obviously hurt a lot more, but uh, Jacks one sounded louder purely because he hit. It looks like that Jack hit like the lettering or the print bit of your t-shirt so it made a bit more of a slap sound yeah it sounded it, it sounded louder but it was well, very clear it well, didn't to hurt to be honest Kev's, Kev sounded like a gun going off it, it was horrible <laughs> I was like, brutal um, fair fucks man uh, fair fucks for taking it like a champ and uh, thank you very much Kev for uh, slapping the shit out of our podcast though. so cheers mate um, I'm no longer going to an event with Jack and <laughs> Kev ever again <laughs> That's it. I'm done. Well, no, you can just um, don't do predictions or don't yeah. don't do your prediction. Don't well, do we your even, results. We weren't even going to do a, a punishment until Jack just went. You know what? Let's do some chalk. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then of course you know don't do your review in the middle of a shopping centre. But you know that that's fine. <laughs> Where else could I have done it? <laughs> Where you were chopped. <laughs> yeah, but we wouldn't have been sat down. Never mind. That's that's logistics for another time. <laughs> Um, Rather than the chops, do you want to talk about the actual event itself? Yes. Um, I actually really enjoyed it. Um, it was... I thought our seats were probably the best that I have that I could have expected. Shout out to Alice for being an absolute hero and using her lunch break to get those. Alice is um, hero. So, um, yeah, it was... It was odd in terms of I wanted to expect I wanted like the full experience. I know you're not going to get the full experience of being in Japan, but the like little things that really frustrated me were the the announcers because the announcers normally do the the they normally do the English and then the Japanese, don't they? Um, which they started with, and then Matey just decided, you know what, I don't care anymore. I'm going to stop. Um, and just little things like you could tell, like the ring announcer who was obviously Rev Pro. Um, he forgot to do the count outs with the ref. So you're supposed to shout it over the thing, aren't you? And be like, one, yeah. two. And he forgot. Oh, you <laughs> supposed like, to know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they do it in Japan, but they, they didn't do it here. Okay. Um, um, and then obviously they do the time minutes. But I think the guy who, because there was a Japanese guy with him, and then obviously the ref pro guy, the Japanese guy just went, right, I've had enough. You're, you're not doing this properly. I'm going to take over. So halfway <laughs> through the event, you can hear it. He used to go, Ten minutes have gone, and then he turns in, and he's like, "Okay, yeah, they've changed it." Uh, But yeah, it was it was good. The the event, the place itself was quite big, although six fifty for a pint, no thank you. It felt like it felt big, but it also felt like an intimate venue in the sense that it it felt quite closed in. You felt like you were because you looked close. You looked close to the action. Yeah, we were and we weren't. It was kind of in between. Yeah, I mean, I've seen Kev's one as well. Kev did a decent vlog on it as well. Yeah, um, um, Kev was literally next the to the ramp. ramp. <laughs> yeah, he's on hard cam. If you watch the the thing on fight or in other ways, <laughs> New Japan World. Um, yeah, yeah, that's the, that's that's what I couldn't remember. Yeah, um, you, can, you can see Kev on hard cam because he's like two rows down from the top on the hard cam. Yeah, yeah exactly. right by the right by the ramp. He also yeah. kept rubbing it in that he'd touched Kota Ibushi, which is like thing. any person's... Well, next time he should ask for consent. 
<laughs> yeah, but he did get burnt by pyro. So swings and roundabouts, really. Exactly, exactly. Um, the the first match was just what you expect from a uh, two young lions in a team match. Um, Shoyo and Rocky Romero are very good. Their theme is awesome. Um, they get the party started in the right way, I'd say. Um, Juice Robinson and Kota Ibushi was odds on going to be a clear win for them. Uh, Hikaleo and Takahashi. Um, we're just the worst, as I said, the worst members of Bullet Club. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to say neither of them look like they can wrestle very well, but neither of them would have stood out. Takahashi can though. That's the worst thing because Takahashi was the IWGP junior heavyweight at one point. Well, neither of them would have looked out of place on a mid card Raw <laughs> squash match. <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> how I would put that. Jack was really frustrated with this because there was because uh, obviously he's a Tokyo pimp. There were no women with him, like there normally is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, uh, obviously Will Ospreay and Robbie Eagles was fire. Ten stars. There was a double Spanish fly. That's all you need to know. Um, yeah. It was. It's very hard to enjoy this match because all four wrestlers are awesome. Um, like Taiji Ishimori, his snap jerk, like. His snap German where he slides is yeah. so good. Um, I'm sorry, but Shinsuke, you need to stop doing it because <laughs> he shows you up every time. El Fantasma is very good. And obviously, I've not seen much of Robbie Eagles before, but I liked him and Will Ospreay together. And they've actually called themselves Birds of Prey, which is a very nice idea. Very, very clever. So are, um, are they starting their own faction then, or is they in a faction already? So Robbie Eagles used to be in Bullet Club. And then left Bullet Club to go to Chaos with Will Ospreay and right, okay, Akada. Okay, and, so um, I now hate Will Ospreay because he's in the same group as Toriano. Yes, he is. <laughs> what what, what you hate him by de facto? <laughs> yeah, and he's associated with Toriano. He's and, and also to make to make Chaos even worse, it was started by Shinsuke Nakamura. Guilt by association. That's a bit harsh, isn't it? <laughs> Um, you can't, you can't, you can't hate that because of Shinsuke. Stop being a prick like on Shinsuke. You can't do this. Not I mean, Shinsuke is dreadful, but we'll get on. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, obviously, Will Osprey got the biggest pop because it's Osprey and he's in the UK. Um, then Sonata and Naito, Jay White, Chase Owens was good. Jay White got booed to shit. Like he's a everybody, and... everybody hates him. Good. It's great. Isn't that uh, the point? Isn't he a heel? Yeah. Yes. He also, as Kevin liked to point out, he looks like a cosplaying pirate. He does a bit. He's also not a star either. It's, no, you have to wait to give him 10 years to be a star. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Never gets old. It doesn't, no. Uh, Pop the boys, that one. That, that, that proper pops the bad bookers, boys. Uh, out of the, I think the last four matches were definitely by far the best. Tangalo and Tamatonga, their theme is so alive is awesome. <laughs> that, you what? Oh, I love that. He's doing this on purpose. No, no, no. I, I <laughs> don't rise to it. I can um, I can imagine what hearing that hearing the bass on that sounds like in an arena. It sounds so good. It like, must sound really fat. I've been I've been listening to the YouTube or the one that we use for the YouTube video over and over again, and I'm just like. Yeah, fit it into my veins. Uh, Kyle Fletcher and Mark Davis was uh, was very good. They're very good. Kyle I've Fletcher, he was in Dream Team, wasn't he? 
You seem to be it's a TV it show from like the late nineties. <laughs> I thought it was a genuine wrestling team. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was like, "What faction was?" <laughs> Shout out to Harchester United. Oh, fuck that's such a niche reference. <laughs> if you, Sky if... One show from nineteen ninety nine. We're talking about here. yes, mate, with their purple kit. You can't yeah. hate on Harchester United. No, them. but I also can't remember them either. <laughs> Linda Block was the owner. Fucking awesome. I am Monday oh. Bandili. Moving on. Right. So what Smoothin was talking about was Aussie Open, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Aussie Open. <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah, Aussie Open. Please continue. <laughs> um, they're very good. Um, they won the Rev Pro's Royd Road to Royal Quest tournament. You kind of knew whoever won that was going to lose anyway. Mm. So Yeah, because Gorillas of Destiny are the only decent tag team in New Japan, therefore they can't lose on a New Japan pay-per-view. In- indeed, I completely <laughs> agree. So, um, but yeah, they, they, I think this had most fan participation. Um, there was a lot of G.O.D. Aussie Open at that like went on. 15 so, minutes at the start. At the start, I was like, I'm getting bored of this now, but I can't stop. Um, but yeah, we were doing that. Everybody was probably thinking the same thing. One, oh, we, we, have, we have one statement. It's not a question, it's a statement regarding this. Um, coming from, shout, shout out to our boy Paul. Uh, well, he has two questions that we're going to talk about later on because they're related to NXT and things. But one statement at the end is, oh, and as an aside, can we agree that any time Smooth and murders a New Japan theme song, either on camera or by a microphone, he needs to receive an additional chop? <laughs> Leave my Kaze ni nere. I had to do it. While you're no, no, in no, the no. moment, you have to do no, it. No, 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 no. I, I get it. I get it. I was. I should have muted it, or I should have just put thanks <laughs> movement afterwards. I was so close to doing that. But yeah, it was... In the chat for headphones. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, that was good. He, we've talked a little bit about Ishii and Kenta. Um, he got booed more than Jay White did, which was incredible. Um, but obviously, it's because he turned his back on him and joined Bullet Club. Uh, we've talked about the the spot where he was unconscious. We don't need to talk anymore. Um, you could kind of tell as well when he was trying to get on the ropes. I've just remembered. He tried to get onto the middle rope and he fell. Yeah. Um, all, all I'll say is we, me and Jack both did star ratings for, for this and I marked it down an entire star because the match should have ended and it still got three and a quarter stars. That's how good the match was. It was so good. They were sat on the floor slapping each other. It was very nice. Uh, next, Zack Sabre Jr. Hiroshi Tanahashi was the biggest upset of the night. <laughs> I was like, "No, you cannot do this." He's gone through Brexit. He's gone through <laughs> Boris Johnson, and what have you done to the man? Um, but again, again, it was a quality match. You, if you are sat on the sat on the floor, though, if you're sat on the floor seats, you would have seen nothing because it's all on the mat. Um, but very technical style, um, isn't it? That's always been the same with their matches anyway, uh, especially Zach. But we had lots of Brexit chants. So we had uh, F.U. Boris uh, many times, and um, we all hate Brexit or something <laughs> along those lines. But the, the main event was, was by far the best match I've seen at a wrestling match live. That was unreal. Absolutely unreal. Okada and Suzuki... Just, I could watch it again. I am going to watch it again because I need to see what it was like via TV and see how different it looks. But unreal. Them forearms. I've heard him do it before with Ishii, but these ones, my God. You feel yeah. it, I take it. 
Oh yeah, there's one where he was doing it. He was doing like two to the front, and he'd got two massive forearms in, and then he turned around to like he was stood behind him, and then he was like knelt down and he forearmed him again in the back of the head. And I watched the someone made a clip of it and put it on Twitter, and I was just like, that was sicking in live. I can't even imagine what people thought at home just watching it. It's so good. But yeah, yeah. very good, very good uh, event. And to be honest. People said this is going to be a glorified house show. In some ways, it was, but it wasn't at the same time because we had a title change. change. Two title changes. Two title changes. Yeah. Of course, Kenton as well, didn't he? Yeah. Mm. Be, again, I don't think Kenton knew where he was when he won the title, but you know, fair enough. Does it yeah. care? Never open weight champion now. Damn straight. Um, um, then we had NXT UK takeover on the same night. Oh yes, we did. <laughs> All of these are the same night. Nice well, to be honest, yeah. To be honest, Goodness me, I was exhausted watching all this wrestling over the weekend. Um, but no, this started at 8 o'clock. 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock? Uh, eight 7. O'clock. So this had started pretty much halfway through oh. Royal Quest. So I had an absolute fucking blast doing that. Um, I had, uh, I, I, for, for those you unaware, I did a watch long stream. With uh, with a fair few of the regulars from the podcast who listen, and as well as some of the regulars from my normal Twitch streams in there as well, and I had such a good time. I'm definitely gonna do that again. Um, oh, it was it was a really good pay per view overall. Um, I mean, I mean, you start smooth. I mean, you've seen it, so if you want if you want to start off, give your opinions because I actually have opinions on this because I've watched it. Unlike the other two, I've actually seen this one. Uh, I really enjoyed the triple threat tag match um personally yeah i did it was it was nuts um i mean look, look but before we get to i i think we we should do a shout out for noam dar and travis banks it was a good match it didn't feel like an opener for a for a, a takeover or even just uh just for a pay-per-view it was it took a little while to get going. The end, the end sequence was very interesting and, and nice to see. And shout out to none for getting a win, but it um, it felt like the wrong match to start a pay per view. It felt like a match that's needed to simmer a crowd down before a main event. Yeah, I think it was yeah. totally the wrong place on the card. I don't know whether it was the fact that it took me like seven hours to get the network to work because it was just being a piece of shit. Yeah, I I really didn't enjoy that match. I don't know whether it's because. I had to watch it in stages because the network wouldn't actually let me watch the match properly. Also, I don't think the crowd were that into it either. The, the crowd weren't into it at all. It was very flat. It was very, very slow to get into. You're right. It's the thing that you put on after like something that's just popped people halfway through. Like a, a tag game, match. <laughs> so that you can then get to the main event and get everybody back on their feet for the main event. You need to give them time to sort of, you know, have a bit of a break, which yeah. is why WrestleMania, I have a big problems with because they just pop the boys over and over and people would knack it by the end of it. Yeah. This felt like the thing that you put in between say Kofi winning the title and Becky winning the title. This is the kind of match you put yeah, in that I fully spot. agree. And again I, I don't it wasn't a terrible match at all. It was it was a perfectly well it's a very technical match to start with. And then I mean as it got and it got a bit more heavy with the strikes and the crowd sort of woke up a bit towards the end and yeah, other than that, it, it wasn't bad. It just didn't feel quite right. It was, just solid. It was a solid match, but yeah. yeah, positioning on the card kind of made it seem less so, I'd say. Tag match was fucking insane, though. It was. Um, I... Go on, Matt. 
before the tag match, we had Cesaro versus Ilya Dragunov. Oh, we of did. course. We did, yeah. Oh, of course. I completely that, forgot about that. I was a bit disappointed that it was Dragunov, but fuck me. They've made they've made a bit of a star out of him, haven't they? Jesus. He's quality. Like, I mm. first saw Dragunov in progress about 12 yeah, months I, ago. Yeah, I saw, I, saw I saw him stuff with Pete Dunne. And he's fucking quality. I, I love Dragunov. Um, and this was, again, another cracking match. I, I really enjoyed this. I think this... If they hadn't had Cesaro as nobody knew who was fighting him, I think this probably would have gone on first. It probably would have worked better as a first match. Yeah, it was very, very quick. A lot, a lot of uh, it was very high, very active match, wasn't it? It was a lot, yeah, a lot of high strikes and oh, just forty times swing by mistake. So I can't hear you now. It was literally a forty times swing, forty spin, spin thing. Was was it thirty-one times? Wasn't it or something? Forty. 40. For, they counted 40 in the crowd. But I, yeah, think it was 40, I think it was 40 seconds more than 40 times. Yeah. Um, literally, that man... The bit that annoyed me throughout the night of NXT TakeOver, and I'm sorry, Cardiff, this is kind of a dig at you. You cannot keep chanting, are you watching Vince McMahon? I'm sorry. Yes, you might think that he's out of touch. But at the end of the day... I'm bored of that chant. You need to stop. It's only been yeah, twice they've done it. They did it three times on NXT Cardiff. I'm sure it was three times. It, it felt like it. Maybe I was not paying I attention. I don't remember that. I remember but, hearing it once on Cardiff Live, but they've done it twice in total. Not just them, but at, at, at takeovers. They, they did it um, They did it during Pete Dunne last time, I think, didn't they? Yeah, they definitely did it during Cesaro's match and the Walter Tyler Bate match. I heard it twice. Just just fuck yeah, no, you're right. Of course, of course. I don't say, just don't see why. Because he doesn't care about NXT. No, he doesn't fucking... I doubt he watched this. No, he got his PR, his PR team replied on social media. Yeah, exactly. That's about it. Straight on it. But the thing, the thing with me is, we know Cesaro can go. We've not seen it for a while. This is for those hardcore fans who watch Raw and SmackDown every week and go, oh, Cesaro's just in, lost in the shuffle, and then he comes and does a match like this, you go, oh yeah, I remember, Cesaro's actually pretty good. Yeah, that's the point. I mean, I'm, you you could have put fucking three call anyone out of the, sort of the three quarters of the main roster in that match, and they could still go. Yeah. yeah. Or, or, or do the Cesaro job. However, I do think they could potentially send Cesaro down to NXT UK. Never, never going to happen. I I would like to see I it go the to NXT when it goes to a two weekly, a two hours of weekly television show. I'd like to see Cesaro go across to there that and challenge that title because I th- I think you can have somebody who can't talk, which with all the will in the world, Cesaro can't talk. I think you can have somebody like that on a show if you're if you're going to have that as your top quality wrestling. Not all about all of the sports entertainy bits, you know. There'll be bits and bobs of it, but it doesn't have to be full sports entertainy. And I think if they go down that route with NXT, it'll be a great show. And Cesaro would be perfect to challenge Adam Cole or Gargano or Champy when he comes back or anybody like that. I think he'd be he'd be perfect in there in oh, that. Oh yeah, I fully agree. I um, that's that's the the, the beauty of this um of this 
NXT situation now is you could have Cesaro on there. You could have. I'm, I'm not, it sounds ridiculous, but you could have fucking Heath Slater going to challenge. You you could, but you know, you could just see how, see how they. I mean, they'll lose to the likes of Velveteen Dream or whoever. But you could have Heath Slater get twenty minutes on a, as as an, as an individual in a match. That'd be fantastic. You could have Chad Gable go over there and and fireably win a title. You could. And and that's that's where it's good fun. In terms of NXT UK, no, I don't. Uh, NXT UK is its own separate thing, and I don't think it should. It it doesn't seem right doing that. I think it's going to become part of the tradition that an American or uh, someone from the NXTs uh, or the quote unquote main roster goes back to NXT UK every time there's a takeover. I'm fine with that being a tradition. I mean, it was Finn Balor, now it's Cesaro. That's fine. You know, you could throw... I mean, I don't think it needs to be a British wrestler. It doesn't need to be Pete Dunne or Tyler Bate or anyone like that. But you could bring in... I don't know, you, you, you could viably send... I don't know, Shelton Benjamin. Shelton Benjamin is a classic example because he can fucking go. Or you could you could send Drew McIntyre. Now, that would make sense. Mm. And have a half an hour match on there. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, talk, we've talked about it briefly, but we'll get into it now. Flash Morgan Webster, Mark Andrews, uh, winning the tag team titles. I called this on the predictions because I thought they would need face champions. Um, I fucking I, didn't. I did I called. I, <laughs> I just want to point out, out of the two pay-per-views that we did predictions for, I got four correct. <laughs> four. Chins. That's, let me see. That's five. That's what out of twelve matches. No, total? more than that. Way more than that. How many uh, was on all out? There was there was six on NXT UK. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Six out of, uh, four out of sixteen. Brilliant! That's a fantastic result. Great <laughs> achievement, top lads. Absolute scenes. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I owe money, but never mind. So um, yeah, I was. It was a fantastic match. Uh, I. I because because obviously I had my prediction of Grizzled Young Vets. I was still trying to get you know I was willing them on to win it, but that Mark Andrews they they have got a star in their hands there, uh, in their hands they got they, the Mark Andrews is a fucking star. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Flash not so much. I personally, I, I he's not twenty nine. I don't give a fuck what his bio says. That guy is in his <laughs> mid thirties. He's late thirties, uh, or, or he's been through some shit in his life. I'm sorry, but there is no way he looks like he looks like an older version of Jay from In Between Us. There is no way he is like for That's yeah, a quality show. Twenty nine. He is an old man. Mm. The the bit that I liked about this match was the, the the way that they got around the ending. Like that is, I pop like we've a probably, motherfucker. We've probably seen it before in some other matches, but that was totally unexpected. Uh, no, that that was due to camera angles because you didn't see um, Flash climb up. You didn't see was it Flash or Mark Andrews? One of the two. You didn't see him climb Andrews. up. You didn't see the climb up. So or you did or there wasn't even a pop from the fans when he was climbing up. You didn't see it until you saw the shooting star curves. Like, oh shit in hell! I popped like a motherfucker for it. It got yeah. me. Uh, I got kayfabe to fuck for most of this pay per view, and I'm fine with that. I totally accept that. But at the end of the day, it is a bit of a show for me. I'm still trying to, you know, keep the entertainment going. So I'm shouting yeah. for everything. But it was it was a fantastic match. Every single team played their role perfectly. It got to the point where I was convinced Gallus were going to win it. Because they were, they were well out of the ring mm. for a long time. Yes, so I'm they thinking, were. They, they, they're coming in stealing it, surely. And then Grizzled John Vet to get knocked out. And then there'd be 
Debbie yeah, Gallus in the ring with the Welsh guys, and then you're thinking, Jesus, I think I think Russell John Vets are going to come in and, and steal this at the end, which is what I wanted. So I was like, come on, come on. And um, yeah, again, fantastic match. I think I gave it four four and three quarter stars because it was just high octane, incredibly. It felt like a different match. It felt like a match I'd not seen before. Mm, and yeah, I like that. I completely that. agree. Three polar opposite teams in every sense of the word. And it meshed perfectly. The thing is, though, I think... I think this... I know Gallus are a three-piece kind of team. Yes, Coffee Brothers and that other guy. I think... <laughs> yeah, I th- my Wolfgang. Yeah, of course. Um, I think you need to put... If you're going to have a legit tag team, I think the brothers need to be back together, personally. But, but they like having coffee in big spots, don't they? I mean, he, he, he wrestled Mastiff on this. He was he was mm. wrestling for the title last time. Yeah, and he, true. It was a really botchy main event last time, if you remember it. It was fucking awful. Oh, God, it was, wasn't it? They they, they kept falling off the top rope, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they, they did the same spot three times, and he fell off the top rope the wrong way <laughs> every single time. Yeah. Chin. Even Pete Dunn's like, fuck me, man. Come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I... Um, I really enjoyed the Dave Mastiff jog oh, match, though. No, no, you cannot use a cricket bat like they use. Like, I don't mind you using it like they use a fucking uh, a sledgehammer where you put your hand over the end and poke someone with it. No. But you can't just swing a cricket bat at somebody. That's illegal. I loved it. <laughs> I absolutely loved it. At the time, right? I just want to point this out. At the time, I wasn't. I wasn't feeling it at the start. I mean, I, I, I was like. All right, well, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, to be fair, then, I was half watching it as well. And then, because cause it was, cause I was still euphoric after that ridiculous tag match and the pop from the boys and the fans going batshit. And then, and then at the start, you have well, you have an Irish whip into the ropes, and it just and the, the top turnbuckle flings off and breaks. I got kayfabe for a second, and I was like, "Well, no," because thinking about it, Mastis attacking Coffee with the end of the turnbuckle. So clearly, that's been set up. It was funny though, and it was something I've not seen in a long time. It's yes, a, that's a very are. indie thing now, I'm sure. And then, yeah, just the cricket bat. Fuck me. Yeah, I mean, were sports direct special. Fucking. I uh, yeah, I don't like that. You and, felt like, that, and the snapping of a pool cue over his back as well. Like, yeah, wrestling's like, fake, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I mean, fuck, well, there's yeah. nothing about Mastiff that's fake. <laughs> that cunt is big. There's nothing about taking a cricket back to the back to the back that's fake. It if somebody swings it like that, it fucking hurts. I'm wondering whether yeah. the bat was knocked in or not. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> It no, no, it's been it knocked in now. on his fucking back, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, I like that they went to the, like, through the crowd and they got to the um, commentary table. There was a really good visual behind them when you got the lights shining on them. I mean, just get the silhouettes of them two wrestling around with each other. Yeah. That was really good. The only thing that fucked me off was the, the, the ending in the match was toilet. The final spot in that match was toilet. Yeah, and they fell off. Well, no, the fall off was a bit weak, but Joe Coffey won by kicking the uh, the gig bag around, the gig box. I, I don't mind that. No, I thought it was shit. After everything that they'd fought over, it was yeah, but, shit. Yeah, but if like, you think about it this way, Joe Coffey is a massive heel. If he's kicking that, if he's doing that, that's a hit, that's a dick move, isn't it? Really? I guess, yeah. But but at the same time, I watch it and I was going. 
in, uh, it, it just felt like a letdown for an ending. It felt like it was missing one final spot. It, ne- it needed that right, one final yeah. one to kill it off. And uh, e- even if it was just a finishing move on the outside, or, 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 or from where they were, coffee, or say, say Massive just gets up, coffee hits whatever his finishing move is, and then jumps on him from a, from a bit of height, and then that kills it. And then, then I'm fine with it at that point. That's definitive, that's that done. But, mm. you know, it's fine. It was okay that it's just that that ending just seemed a little bit off for me. But hey, you know, it was a decent match. Very entertaining. Cricket yeah. bat spots. I, we oh, need more cricket bat spots in future. No, 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 I don't want any more cricket bat spots. I, like, I genuinely want them to vomit. And also, one, what was it? One of them was, um, I'm pretty sure there was like a back body drop. Onto like onto like the pool cues and the pool and the pool, pool balls as pool well. Ball. Yeah, you, that must have killed. Like, yeah, it's like standing on Lego. Oh, it's just no. Nah, standing it's on Lego. It's like it's like being a. Like, it's, it's like, like, like a rock. Backdrops on a fucking god. Yeah, it's like backdrop on the god. That's what it was. Uh, and then we had Tony Storm versus. <laughs> um, hey, you're right. Oh, I am shit. Yep. I'm, I'm going to shit. Yeah, completely agree. It was, it was bollocks. It was crap. Completely agree. It was trash. It Why was, so was Tony Storm crying in the first? She was minute? crying all the way through. I mean, has, she, has Natalia been teaching her? <laughs> Gurning the whole fucking way through it. I, I just, it was shite. I, it it was the wrong. Like as much as I like Kaylee Ray, I think she's quite a good wrestler from what I've seen in the May Young Classic, but. I mean, she's not the person that fucking run that division. Um, it's fine. Then Tony, just Tony Storm, Storm. Like, you can't bring Tony Storm and Rhea Ripley both to NXT at the same time. Yes, you can. Because you'll just confuse people because you'll go, oh, the blonde Australian one, and they'll go, well, which one? Because there's two of them now. You don't bring them at exactly the same time unless you're just going to do that feud again, which was an incredible feud. But Or you I, just have Tony Storm off telly for a few weeks and then... Because, because NXT... He's going to two hours. They haven't got enough women to fill up that slot. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I yeah, I I just this match was pretty crap, and the fact that Tony Storm was crying all the way. I'm through convinced it, she was she was carrying an injury during that match. Well, she she was in. She had to pull out of a WXW show the week before, didn't yeah, she? Or two weeks. It didn't seem right, and it was a re- it was an completely unexpected finish. Yeah, it was out of nowhere. It was, yeah, I, I didn't like it at it all. It was shite. It was, it was a fucking off. It was the second worst match, no, third worst match of the weekend for me, looking at my star ratings. <laughs> well, we'll, get to, we'll get to those ones later, because yeah. I assume they're all out ones. <laughs> there, there's two two matches in all out that I gave less than the two and three quarter stars I gave Tony Minus Storm. Minus five Kayleigh. stars. <laughs> uh, um, okay, fine, let that... That happened, and then we. What happened next? Big week? strong boy. Oh my are we, god! Are we going to talk about it and then do the questions? Yeah, we'll talk yeah. about it and do the questions. Yeah. Big okay. strong boy, absolute unit. The fact that he kicked out at one from a power bomb, like nearly towards the end of the match. I, I, like, I legitimately what? screamed when that happened. What? Now, luckily, Mrs. K was out. Because I'd have got the shit kicked out of me, <laughs> but I legitimately screamed when uh, when Tyler Bate kicked out of one wet, uh, during that power one. But before before all of that, because th- this is a long match. This was fifty minutes. 
something something like 50 oh, minutes. It was an incredibly yeah. long match. And it was a thoroughly entertaining match. That it was built. It was it's a David versus Goliath premise basically, but except David can pick up Goliath apparently and slam him, <laughs> and can do, can do a Tyler Driver ninety seven. Yeah, he can do a Tyler Driver Tyler Driver ninety seven on him. So you know, good old David. But uh, it was just phenomenal. I it was storytelling in a way that I'd not seen done to that level and to that degree ever because mm. we all knew that the Tyler Bates story is his big strong boy and always has been and always will be big big strong boy but I never thought that he would legitimately be able to pick Walter up he did get him the spin as well didn't he a little bit I know he tried and then he cut in his back gave in so uh, so I I um, had this a little bit spoiled by the fact that I watched Progress Wembley where these two fought last year and a lot of the spots were very similar oh i'm um, sure i'm sure it wasn't it, the match was nowhere near as long they weren't all of the matches but like i knew he would be able to to lift water up like that but the, the match itself was just in, incredible i think it was probably the best match of the weekend that's what well, i like to hear well that um, leads I us in the question because the question from paul is where exactly does Walter versus Bait rank in terms of match rate uh, ratings or rankings? He thinks it's one of the best he's ever seen. He's not actually seen any Kenny Omega versus Akada trilogy, but does it deserve to be talked about in the same conversation as those types of yes. matches? Definitely. I completely... No. You think no? For, for the simple reason that I think I've seen better matches than this on an NXT TakeOver... I don't think I've seen better matches than Okada versus Omega on an NXT takeover. Oh no, no, no! I, I get, I get what you're saying, but it, it's, it's whether it's, it's not whether they're better than them; it's whether they could be talked in the same sort of vein as them. Oh, yeah, if you, if you if you have if like god tier matches, I think god tier is up there, and I think this is probably next tier. Down. I think this is like, and that's only because I I would have a very very tiny god tier of maybe five to ten matches max. And I think this would fall just underneath it. Question: Would Sa- would Sasha versus Bailey be in that god tier? I have not seen Sasha versus Bailey in NXT. Go and watch that, man. <laughs> it's still will put it still will put it in god tier though. I put it in god tier because of because of the story that lead up to it. It's god tier for me. Mm. But the, the, the back to the match. It's just it was everything was worked out perfectly except. There was one major, major fuck quite early on in this match. And it it was to do with a powerbomb against the turnbuckle from the outside, which looked fucking grim. Because he didn't quite throw. Mis- Walter misjudged this. But he, he, he was held him up to do, to clearly like powerbomb him, again, uh, sort of back powerbomb him against the, the hardest part of the ring. So he could slide down. Yeah. And he, he- there was a down. complete misjudgment, and Tyler Bate hit his head on the ring post, the back, and the apron, and the, apron and the floor. He got three yeah. concussions in one move. <laughs> and and I just want to point out that for the next five minutes, the entire of my chat and myself con- included were convinced that that is the match over because that looked absolutely fucking grim. Um, yeah. 
the the plus side is that it was clearly designed to be a move that was going to slow Tyler Bate down. So then Walter's offense afterwards was just going to be more grinding him down rather than anything like high octane. So that's useful. So at least, so at least Tyler Bate wasn't. It was sort of treated quite gingerly for a couple of minutes, and then once. They clearly had a discussion in the match, and Tyler said, I'm better, I'm okay, or I'm feeling all right now. So then Walt was able to go back to work in the head and the neck, and that's okay. Yeah, because there was a massive lull, wasn't there, after There was that? a lull for a few minutes, and that's fine, but it's understandable to have taken that bump and to have not died. Yeah. Um, you know, fair fucks at that point, to be honest. And I, I mean, I was convinced twice that Tyler Bate was winning it. When he hit, when he hit the Tyler driver, and then went and did this whatever his fucking spinny shit off the top rope was, I was convinced he was going to win the match after he got he got a very close two count. Mm. There were a lot of times where I was convinced this match was over, and there was still like fifteen minutes left. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and and that's the downside to watching it back is that you know how long's left of the match. I, I wasn't touching anything. I was just oh, okay. watching it. I, I didn't poke the screen because I had to watch it on my iPad because I couldn't physically watch it on yeah, the desktop. Yeah. The audio was 67 seconds out. Jesus Christ. I, it started off at 13, and by like my fourth go, I attempted to watch it. It was 67 seconds out, so I stopped. Bothering. Fucking network is atrocious at the minute. I just can't. The uh, the only the only way you can watch those matches if it's if it's within sort of twenty four forty eight hours after the match. The only way you can watch it is if you go back and find a live version or go back and w- when they do a live replay of it. It's the only way you can watch it after two days or so. It's almost like the processing is completed, so it can actually keep the audio in sync. But it's it's yeah. fucking trash. I'm sorry, it's absolute trash. Yeah. Um. Anyway, sorry. As you were. Um, that power bomb, that power bomb where he kicked out at one, that because that to me is oh my god he's hulking up. That's it. This is it. This is it. Mm. Clothesline. Ah, oh, you son of a bitch. One, two, three. Fucking brilliant. Yeah, because it makes you think he's going to do it. No, I was, co- I was convinced that this is it. Big strong boy. Oh, bye. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't have cared if 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 it was to do with predictions. Uh, I wouldn't have cared because it's worth it. Yes. It'd have yeah. been so worth it to see him win that. Mm-hmm. Um, should we go to All Out? Yeah. yeah. Uh, in terms of All Out predictions, we didn't kind of finish the NXT TakeOver predictions, but Jack won. Me, Chris, and Matt all finished on two, so we all owe £1.33, nice. apparently. Uh, yeah. Very specific amount. All Out, though, me and Matt... We drew with six correct predictions. Jack with five and Chris with two. Uh, We then then put it into a vote. Sorry, Matt, I won. Of course you did. I haven't won a single vote this year, despite winning more predict or being in more votes than anybody else. It was one. The the last one that me and you were in was so close because it was 50-50. And it's literally because you kept tweeting it out and I'd stopped. I was just like, I tweeted it once and you was like tweeting. And I think you must have been like ringing your (laughs) next door neighbor's cat or something to get them to vote. You're an absolute Um, fuck. It's ridiculous. (laughs) But yeah, all out. I am... I didn't watch this until well, I watched it over two days because I was so tired after getting back from work. I also so I did I did it on Monday days. and Tuesday. Um, I didn't have the opportunity to watch it live because I would have been so tired. <laughs> uh, but the casino, the woman casino battle. 
is the worst match I've ever seen in my entire life. Every single spot was botched, and we missed half of them anyway because the camera crew didn't give a shit. Um, there were many wrestlers that I didn't know who they were. Uh, o- is it ODB? Everybody was popping for it, and I was like, who? <laughs> Is he dead? Yeah. Is an old dirty bastard dead? He died a long time ago. <laughs> I don't know. And one of them was Emma from WWE. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was quite glad to see um, Tennille Dashwood. That's um, her, yeah, that one. I love how you go from Emma to then having a really long wrestler's <laughs> name. Love it. You love to see it. Uh, but, yeah, she. Um, I was glad to see her in a wrestling ring again on TV. I'm really concerned about the women's division in AEW. The fact that the production was as bad as it was says to me that nobody there really gives a shit. How bad was that production? Because all all I've seen, I mean, you guys were talking about it, and then I saw the same things coming up on Reddit and all that sort of stuff. So they missed four of the 20 eliminations. Nice. Um, There was bits where they were focused in on people who were just, you know, kicking people in the corner like you do in a Royal Rumble whilst there's an actual spot going on. And you just miss the spots. And it happened repeatedly. Like the crowd were going mental and you're watching somebody get kicked. How how hard is it just to leave it on the hard cam? I I don't know what they were doing. Well, actually, I'm pretty sure they had a pervert because it was quite often they would be focusing in on the backside of a particular woman. I know it'd be funny. Tony Khan is, is was was doing the, all the camera angle. He was doing Kevin Dunn's job. Well, a he, while needs, ago. he needs to be moved on from that job fairly quickly. Um, I yes. would say because we had issues with the men's battle royal at Double or Nothing. There were spots missed in that as well. But this was just ridiculous. The amount of spots that were missed. We then had. Um, I'm pretty sure every single one of those women had at least one botch. The one that's there's there's one um that stood out to me between Britt Baker, who I thought was probably the best woman in there, and B Priestley. There was yeah. a box between them. There, Mercedes Martinez, who again I think looked really good in the May Young Classic when I've seen her. She had a couple of boxes as soon as she came in. It was just absolutely all over the place. I don't know whether they didn't have enough time to prepare for it or whether they're just not as capable as WWE have made some of these women look, but if that's the w- the AEW women's division, they've got some some issues that they need to sort out. My, my thing with the women's division is it's going to be centred around B Priestley, Britt Baker, uh, Ali, and also, uh, Awesome Common, neither of those. That's literally it. Uh, but they will cut so much from the IWC if they do that because they've said they're going to be different. They've said they're going to pay their wrestlers equal pay. Equal pay is all right if it's your standard salary, but if you're not getting any pay-per-view money because you're only getting one match on a pay-per-view like WWE do, that's not equality. No. So and they, they've been all about equality since they, they've sort of brought the women's division into the, into the kind of... The limelight, and so far we've never had more than two women's matches on a ten match card, which is not equality. So they 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 need to either stop talking about equality when they're talking about it, or they need to start doing what WWE need to start doing, which is building women's matches not around titles or men, and we've not seen any of that yet. Hmm. The biggest thing with this is um, 
the internet again went into absolute meltdown because Nyla Rose won it, and that's just that's just disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting behaviour. Yeah, and I personally, I don't think she should have won it, but that's just because I think Britt Baker is a better wrestler. Yeah, exactly. the 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 reasons why we think Nyla Rose would win it or shouldn't win it are legit relating to wrestling. Whereas some people were saying she shouldn't have won it because she used to be a man. She shouldn't have won it because she's stronger than all the other ones. And the best the best reply I saw to this was, hang on, you're trying to say that she's got an advantage in a predetermined environment. Yeah. yeah. What? Yes. Absolutely stupid. Like anybody saying anything along those lines about Nyla Rose just needs to jug on, really. But, but there was some at the last paper after the last one, um uh not fight a fest. Fight one. for the fallen. Uh no, it was Fight the Fest because I don't think she was at Fight for the Fallen. Um, but then this one, I just saw internet going to meltdown and I just thought, you know what? These people need to just join the modern day and just sort their lives out. Yeah, I mean, she's, uh, I would assume she'll win it on the first TV show. Well, she's going up against... Um, Rio. Rio, which happened later in the night. Which... And they kept saying on commentary that Rio was only £97, which when... Nyla Rose is what two forty or whatever, and um, they're clearly trying to big it up to be this David and Goliath thing, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Um, I think we've we've talked enough about that battle royale. Uh, Private Party versus Jack Evans and Angelikai. I thought I I kind of was in and out of this match, but once it got going, Private Party looked good. Too so much flip, too much flippy shit for no reason. Yeah, and it can seem that way. Whichever one are uh, B Tech um, Street Profits got really annoying after a while. Private party. I yeah. think they're all right. The, the, the guy who keeps going, like all the time, yeah. that's him. Yeah. Yeah. Ford, and it's just a bit, <laughs> can you not? Yeah. Yeah. Can you can, can you not like try try and have your own gimmick rather yeah. than steal feeling somebody else's, please? But they, I think they'll be good in the tag division. They're going against the they're going up against the young books, aren't they? First TV show, which would be quite interesting to see how they work with a uh, a high caliber tag team like that. Um, I'm not a big fan of Jack Evans and Angelico, to be quite honest. Their no. ring gear makes me want to vomit. Uh, yeah. So, and like I say, far too much random <laughs> flippy stuff that wasn't even to do with the match from both sides, where they just like do do a backflip to get in the ring, or do a backflip and walk past somebody. Yeah. Just okay. just too too much flippy shit for no reason makes Matt sad. Yeah, going back to what you said about the production value of the the battle royale, I think it's just the production value of the pre-show. Yeah, you could be right there <laughs> because the the main show, apart from. I think there was two little bits that I noticed, and one of them was at the end where they, you could hear them counting Chris Jericho down. Five, four. And I was like, well, this is going to end in a few seconds, isn't it? But other than that, I don't think there was anything else that I've noticed that I could... Yeah, you're right. Looking at the, the, the cards, I don't think there was much missed on the main roster, but it was that, that first... Yeah, that first Battle Royal. The other thing I do like is the win-loss record. On the uh, when the name comes up, I didn't notice that. Yeah, oh, sweet. That's that sounds like a nice addition. So, what they've done, so obviously, we've had enough matches now that they could do it. They didn't yeah. do it with people who haven't had any matches, really. Or, I don't think they did it for certain, I think, certain types of matches. So, I think like 
the Derby um, and Jimmy Havoc match. I don't think they did it for that because obviously it was a triple threat. So you can't really say singles record. They did it. They did it for mainly. I mainly noticed it for the singles record. So like for Chris Jericho, it was one and zero. For Adam Page, it was two and zero. And it's literally just the, the, the side of their name, which I thought was pretty cool because they dubbed this as, yeah, they are. We, we're treating this in some ways as a sport with wins and losses, and they mean something. So I, I actually really like that little addition. Yeah, good luck booking in six months' time when everybody's got a loss and they can't find anybody to go for the title. But <laughs> Who says Jericho's not going to lose in six months? No, no, but he, he'll need an opponent and everybody else will have lost the match and won't be able to go for the title. Kenny must be like, what, Norton 3 now or something? He's... <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. Cody's four and zero or three and zero. Nice. No, he's so, three. He's three one and zero because he had a draw. Did he? Who did yeah. he draw with? Darby. Jesus Christ. Fair enough. Don't remember it, but I believe it. <laughs> um, Sol Callan censored versus Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, and Marco Stunt. Luchasaurus um, is the greatest wrestler of all time. I love <laughs> him. Love him. Second greatest because Jimmy Havoc exists, but it's anybody Luchasaurus oh. is over as fuck. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, how can you not be over as fuck when you do a, a proper choke slam and then do a standing moonsault as the cover? Legend, <laughs> what a guy! What a absolutely guy. amazing. Marco um, Stunt is there clearly for. Let's throw you around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, I mean, he. He was the bit that let this match down for me a little bit, but um, I quite enjoyed the match. I I really enjoy Luchasaurus. I mean, I really, just I really like SCU as well. Yeah, I I, I do like SCU. Um, I think they're going to struggle because they they're so tweeny, even though they're supposed to be a heel team. I think that might hold them back at some point, but like I I, I like them. Mm. Uh, the Cracker Barrel Clash. You've skipped a match. No, I haven't. You have. What have I skipped? Because Kenny Omega was next. It's not on here. Omega yeah. was after. No, Omega was before Havoc. No, it wasn't. I'm sure it wasn't. 100% Omega was before Havoc. Well, it's Havoc. not on the Bleach Report list. Well, Bleach Report have got it wrong. Well, Bleach Report are the ones who make make the live shows. Um, yeah, so, okay then. Kenny Omega versus Pack. This match is how close can you get the ring uh, to the crowd? <laughs> um, mainly because um, Mr. Pack did a kind of top rope jump off the whatever torpe suicida and nearly killed his knees Yay. because he clubbed himself straight into Yay. the barricade. And then there was another one where someone landed on the barricade as well. Yeah. And I was just like, you need to move them backwards. Yeah, they they and also did you notice later on when in the in the next match when Havoc tried to set up a table, it wasn't long like he couldn't pull the table out and fit it lengthways by the <laughs> ring, but they clearly needed it for a spot, so he's there pushing the barriers back into the knees of the people in the front <laughs> row to set a ladder up. So they clearly haven't thought like there's, there's stuff in production that really needs work at AEW. And they'll get there. They are a new company. I'm yeah, sure they'll yeah, get yeah, there over they'll time. Take yeah. time. Um, but yeah, this this pack Omega match really, really good. I I really enjoyed it. I didn't see Pack win. I can't remember whether I voted for Pack, but I don't think I did. I think I had Omega winning because he really needs a win. But 
considering he's that he was the name for main event team whenever when they first started everyone was saying he was going to be the first title holder and he was going to be the one they they built the company around he's lost three matches now oh can he yeah yeah mm. The thing with this is, you knew Pack wasn't going to lose because he's, it's his first match in AEW. But Pack um, could lose. He can, yeah, but could and should have lost. Yeah, I mean, the only the only thing I can think that they can do is they can do what New Japan did at the start of this year with Omega, and have him go on have sorry with Okada and have him go on a losing streak, and then have to reinvent himself. The problem with that is most of the AEW crowd won't be. New Japan veterans and therefore won't really know what his wrestling style was like and won't know that he's reinventing himself. Mm, yeah, that's true. Um, there was he. I don't think he even got a warm winged angel in either. No, he set up for one, and, and that's when he did the brutalizer, which I think was a great finish. The the way they did this finish as well with him slowly starting to bend over and then going onto his head and then slowly kind of yeah it was Ripping over yeah 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 I did enjoy it I did enjoy it a lot it was um I don't know why but I I, I kind of struggled to get into it to start with and then all of a sudden I, I kind of picked up and I was like right okay this this match means business um so yeah it was good yeah. I think that was the match I gave the best um, match of the night for that particular company. Mm. <laughs> uh, the Cracker Barrel Clash. Go on then, the Cracker Barrel Clash. You've got a problem with this, Matt. Hit us with it. My problem is Jimmy Havoc didn't bleed enough. <laughs> oh, for goodness sake. I thought there was a legit reason why you hated this match. Like, what's the point of Jimmy Havoc if... I mean, like... I've got one other problem as well, which is Joey Janela's a pussy, and <laughs> I'd like so instead of normal pay. So when Jimmy Havoc does that, I'm gonna like do oh, your paper cuts paper between your f- fingers. With a normal person, he just runs paper across your fingers, and if he cuts you, then tough titties. But Joey Janela clearly had said no, you can't do that. So he had a laminated piece of paper, so it was never. Which would be more yet. painful? No, no, because. So paper's got. I've a very cut myself rough... on laminate. Yeah, yeah. I'm a teacher. I should know these things. Very rough edges. Laminate. If you run laminate like that, it's not going to do it. You need to like stab with laminate. But and the way Havoc had been told to do it was to pull away and then go sideways, and it was yeah. very, very clear. Whereas if you especially ever... when you zoom in on his hand, yeah. But if you've ever seen him do anything in progress, he just runs paper between your fingers, and if it cuts you, it cuts you. Just get over yourself. Absolutely. But yeah, yeah paper's um, not going to kill you, is it? That annoyed me a little bit. And the fact that they didn't bust Havoc Hope. So we've still not seen a Jimmy Havoc match in AEW. And this was supposed to be that. This is They they were telling me that this was going to be the Jimmy Havoc announcing himself to AEW fans. And yes, he won the match. Um, and it was funny that he didn't, like, he didn't break the barrel with the superplex. So he then picked him up and... Did the a card, uh, yeah, a card of finish, whatever it's called. Rainmaker, uh, Rainmaker. The bit, the bit that um, and I'll, I'll talk about the match first, and I'll give my probably very <laughs> rubbish opinion. Um, <laughs> Dar- Darby jumping off the top with a barrel. 
<laughs> onto a steel step. He died for our sins. Yeah. I love Darby. I love him. That coffin dive is fucking brilliant. Because he did it in the Cody match. Yeah. What what are you doing? Oh, you are actually a nutcase. He's got it on at the hardest part of the ring and he goes, what's what's worse than that? I know. A barrel onto some steps. Onto some steel steps whilst holding a barrel. From the top rope. Uh, He also brought in a skateboard with thumbtacks underneath it. We had thumbtacks in the mouth of Jimmy Havoc. However, I don't think many landed in his mouth. (laughs) No, quite a lot. Um, and then they taped his mouth shut and the tape fell off straight away. So they had to then tape his mouth up again. And yeah, they taped him in the corner and then he was like, jump on me. What are you going to do? Yeah. Joey Janela had them in his back, the tacks in his back, which was great. Yeah. Yeah. And I, um, I actually, I think my favorite spot was literally the bell goes, Jimmy Havoc goes to the outside, picks up a staple gun, comes back in the ring, puts it against his chest, staples his own chest and goes, Come at me then, bitches. I quite like that. Well, we, we talked about this on the podcast before, but the match at Riptide between Jimmy Havoc, Keith Lee, and Matt yeah. Riddle, where he yeah. put he throws himself through a table to try and get a <laughs> to try and get a fall because it's yeah. a tables match. I, I was love like, that. that is just Jimmy Havoc. Um, the biggest problem that I have with this is can we see them in a proper match? Oh, don't do that because it fucks with everyone's audio. Yes, 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 we can see them in a proper match. The, the, because it, Jimmy, it, can, we forget Jimmy can wrestle. Right, let's not forget yeah, that. We know Jimmy thing. can wrestle. Jimmy's proved in the matches that he's had so far that he can wrestle. Yes, but I don't want it to be a case of where we have, oh, it's Derby. He's going to be in this no-holds-barred match. It's Jimmy Havoc. He's going to be in a death match. Unless it's going to be a hardcore Janela, title. Gonna, they either need to have it or we need I think, to I think they're going to have them. They've they've got at least three people in there who ready who are quote unquote sick fucks. You've got Marty Skull coming in, in November when his contract's up. Well, he's a sick fuck as well. So uh, mm, yeah, I mean they, that's they not what do. I've heard. <laughs> oh fuck no! Well, where's he going then? Come, what you heard? NXT. Fuck off! No way, he's not going NXT. Potentially. I'm sure, never... I can't remember who told me. Um, it probably might be Kev, and Kev seems more knowledgeable than than I am. So yeah, I kind of believe him. It's the Melty Boy. Huh? Nah, Kev just listens to Melty Boy. He pays for Melty's podcast. No, I'm sorry, but no, he, he's he's joining up with his boys at uh, at All Elite. I was going to say he's best mates with what's his name, isn't he? One of the books. Nick or Matt? Yeah, one of them. <laughs> Cheers, Jeff. Um, <laughs> Shut up. Then we then we had uh, best friends versus the Dark Order, which, to be quite honest, I couldn't give. Don't care. Shit, move but, on. Um, the Dark yeah. Order won. The Minions, however cool they were, the first time I saw them, don't care. I think they're uh, going to transition well to TV. Maybe the, not, maybe not pay per views. The thing that I I saw somebody say about the Minions, and it's. Like, I, I can't look at Dark Order the same anymore. And the minions look like the gimp from Pulp Fiction. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Glass <laughs> shatters. And bring and, out and the they, gimp. They really do. But also, if you've noticed, they're all, like, a bit overweight. Yeah. So just, <laughs> yeah. Um, Zed's dead, baby. <laughs> bring out the gimp. Sorry. Pulp Fiction is one of my favourite ever movies, so I have to quote over Dino films are absolute fire. Um, 
But yeah, yeah. so that's, that's what Dark Order are. They are the GIMP leaders. Cool, we'll move on. Uh, Riho and Hikaru Shida, guess what? Didn't care. Guess I what? Mean, Riho was... won, and I'm fucking livid because all of you got that right, and I didn't. So <laughs> you're all it cunts. It was quite a good match. Um, Hikaru Shida looks like she'd been the better opponent for I've, Nyla Brandy Rose. Nyla Rose. Brandy Rhodes? No. I mean, Brandy will be a title holder in six months. We know that, but yeah, she'll be at the first one. I know she can't wrestle, but she'll still be title. Uh, holder she'll be. She'll be Chris. She'll be Chris Jericho for the title. I mean, possibly. She is Stephanie McMahon after all. Wow. Jesus <laughs> um, I think the only reason why I didn't, I, I was trying to get through this in two days, and I think one day I was watching it, and I literally was so tired that I fell asleep watching it because I didn't care. What's he done, mate? Which is I, I, which is horrible because this is women's wrestling and it makes me sound like a proper pig. Yeah, it does. Um, <laughs> but I, to be fair, he also said he didn't care about the last match. So yeah, yeah. I just don't. Don't you don't like gimps or women? Is that is that, is that what we're saying here? Um, <laughs> um, also, I've, I've just remembered at the end of the the Dark Order Best Friends match, we got uh, Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy came out. And he did a tope suicidia with his hands in his I pocket. I love that. I saw that. That was, was fucking incredible. Completely forgot about that. Thank you for reminding me. How did you do that? I, I, I couldn't do one if I led with my hands. How the hell did he do one and lead with his head? <laughs> he led with his head. And didn't he land on his feet afterwards? Or something yeah. mad yeah. like that? Yeah, crazy. The mid- <laughs> things. He kept his hands in, the po- in his pockets, got to his knees, got to his feet, and rolled back in the ring. The- the thing it did, did take his hands out of his pockets at one point, though. The, 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 oh, the, he was back in the ring. See, the thing with it is, the thing that got one of the biggest pops is Orange Cassidy ran somewhere. He never runs. Yeah, but he ran to do the Torpe Suicida. People were like, he's running! <laughs> <laughs> it was fantastic. Yeah. I've, I've not seen much of Orange Cassidy. I love him. <laughs> that. Honestly. That's what it's like. If he's laid back and then does stuff like that randomly... I'm, I'm, a, I'm, 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 I'm loving it. There is a fantastic match. I think I've mentioned it before, but please watch this. It's, um, oh, what's his name? Colt Cabana and Orange Cassidy in a match where they're, where Orange Cassidy starts the match holding a beer. That's all you need to know. Go and watch it. It's fantastic. Um, just go and find it somewhere. I'll, I'll link it at some point. I'll put it, I'll put it in the DM group. I'm sure it'll be on uh, Power Slam TV. Oh, it's not. It's a YouTube one. (laughs) It's like a back back ass fucking indie company. I tried. I'm sorry. I didn't do my best Chris Jericho impression. Um, We need some Omaha steaks. A little bit of bubbly. Did I? Did I tell you? I know this is a massive tangent, and I don't. We we can't do tangents. We're an hour and a half in. We can't do tangents. Did I tell you about the story of how there was Omaha steaks reference in Glow? No. Okay. Uh, there's there's Omaha steaks reference in Glow. So in Glow, they go to um, Omaha and they go to a steakhouse, and she says something about Omaha steaks. And because it's a wrestling TV show, I kind of laugh. You've got a pop. I'm I'm certain that was intentional. I think it was. Yeah. Is it was this season three? Because if it was, then it's obviously very recent. Because I've I've seen season yeah, one and I think half of season two. Yeah, it's season three. It's random. Fucking Kate Nash is in it. How fucking random's that? Awesome Kong is also in it. Yeah, she's awesome in that. She's awesome Kong. As is James. No, no, who else is in it? Um, James Morrison, Carly O, Chavo. Alex Riley. Alex, Alex Riley. Riley. Say it to my face. Alex Riley's in it. 
Say it to my face is my favourite wrestling theme ever. <laughs> Say it to my face. He, he, we've lost Chris. He's gone. Chris I mean, you lost me because I've no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Alex Riley. Alex know. Riley's Alex said it to my face, Riley. Oh, he got such a good run in WWE, didn't he? Anyway, moving on. Tangent uh, over. Cody versus Sean Spears. So Cody had MJF. We didn't know who he was going to come out with. Um, there was clearly issues with his entrance. Because- uh, oh! Why are you bringing a dog out with fireworks? And fireworks. What kind yeah. of dickhead cunt are you? He he apologised for that. I I, I read. Look, I saw all I this going online. I don't give a fuck. Do not bring a dog to an event with fireworks going off. You a dumb cunt if you do it. He and got. You, you need to be fucking arrested. He you got in a lot of trouble with Tony. Apparently, Tony Khan was fucking livid about that. And Co- Cody Cody was saying that they did. He didn't expect the big one. The big ones weren't supposed to go off. Doesn't matter. No pyro is acceptable with a dog around. None at all. Because you can see it in the tunnel, and then it was going on, like going. And they dragged it onto the fucking stage. Just everyone was very disappointed in Cody for that one. Brandy was disappointed. Tony was very disappointed. And Fairly. Phoenix shouldn't fucking be there. Phoenix, Pharaoh, Pharaoh. That dog shouldn't fucking be anywhere near a pay per view. No, no, I totally agree. It's like if you're going to go WWE and have no pyro. It's still, I mean, taking a dog into an arena full of people screaming and shouting like that, it's not going to enjoy it anyway. You could argue a horse isn't a good idea either. Fireworks, no, yeah. Just animals isn't the best. Best horse, Helmsley. Oh, you twat, sweetie. That's that's what they called it. They called it on being the elite. They called it Hunter Horse Helmsley. I'm sure they did. Yeah, they did. They did. Because I saw it on Twitter and I was like, you know, oh, so not. bad. <laughs> it's so good at the same time. But it's just them, like, again, referencing WWE. You need to stop. Don't tell Cody or I'll hit it with a sledgehammer. Probably. They. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> Fan, you. Sledgehammer antics, man. Nice one. Fucking hell, mate. Uh, oh dear. There's a tagline leave five stars or Matt will promote animal cruelty somewhere on this fucking podcast. Hey, I'm not the one that fucking did any of the animal cruelty. Nope, Cody did. You're yeah. just. Yeah. So this match was a letdown. Uh, Were people expecting a... MJF to turn on Cody? Uh, no, surely that surely that's going to be like it's going to be a fairly long build to MJF. That's going to be surely for a title. I would assume when Cody goes for the title, MJF then turns. But it's just like the only the only thing that I remember about this match was uh, Arn Anderson. Yes, of course, the Spinebuster for Big yeah, Arn. That's all I remember. I don't remember anything else. You see, I, like I know it was very very sports entertaining the match with. The old guy that Sean Spears' mate who used to hate. Tully Blanchard. Him getting involved all the time and MJF getting involved at the wrong times. and It was very sports entertaining. But of all of the wrestlers that we watched throughout the entire weekend, 
the one who put on the most convincing show in terms of offense, I thought, was Cody. The way he was throwing punches and kicks and all of his mood, he, he had so much passion and, and just kind of energy behind. You, like, you genuinely believed that he hated Sean Spears. You genuinely believed that in the way that he was attacking him. I I really enjoyed that side of the match. The it's too many. Thing, I don't. I I'm I'm 27 and I never watched any of the wrestles when Arn Anderson was about. I like. This is a question for you quickly. But does Sean Spears come across as a credible heel here? I liked it. I saw his entrance and I liked that. I, liked- I I would suggest that there isn't very many credible heels out there in either. WWE or um, AEW, and I think the issue is once to be liked basically nowadays, you have to become a heel at some point, but then people get behind you because you're good at being a heel, and then you get the wrong reactions. Becky. I don't, I, yeah, so you've got, you've got the likes of Becky, you've got Charlotte, um, you know, Bloody like... Stone yeah. was the biggest one. Yeah, I mean, like... you. Like you always see that the best, basically, the best way to become the best face in a company is to become a heel, because people get behind you if you're good at what you're doing. What you're it's, doing, it's the balance between being a face and not not being to cook a, a cookie cutter or being. Uh, it, it's basically being a heel with baby face tendencies, i.e., stone cold. So it's yeah. a basically he kick the shit out of you, but he kick he kick the shit out of you to defend you. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. The issue, the issue everybody's got at the moment is there are very few heels that can keep the crowd against them because most of the time, what will happen is you get a situation. The only one I can think of recently is Champa was such such a heel against such a stone cold baby face that was Gargano that he was getting the right reactions. Yes. But if you look at most of the other heels. They get cheered on the way. Like undisputed era, you would call a heel faction in traditional terms, yeah, they're but not they're so the over. They're so over that they just get cheered all the time. So, I, th- I think that I don't really think there are any credible heels in AEW at the moment. I, I think Adam Cole is on his own without UE. He is. I mean, you you watch the uh, the Gargano Cole match where at the start of it, it is very yeah. much Cole favored, and then and he, over time, yeah. Yeah, and during the match it changes. Well, it both matches, doesn't he? He did it in yeah. the, the the normal two out of three falls and the most recent one. Yeah. Indeed. Um so the ending of this match I am big bugbears with. At what point was it a DQ match? What? At what point was it a DQ match? No DQ match. Uh, I didn't the referee fall over? No. Oh yeah, no, he threw the chair. so he had a chair and then he threw it to him and then kicked him in the head. That's a DQ. It's not though because he didn't hit him with the chair. He kicked the chair to stop the other guy hitting him with it's the still chair. A DQ, you're using a chair. We're doing not- Van Daminator. Who- yeah. Who's who's using the chair? Who's because using- is the person holding the chair using the chair or is the other person because he could have hit the other person? Yeah, but he's foot- using the chair to kick it into his face. That's a DQ. But- if he'd have hit him with the chair, I think he'd have been DQ'd. But because he threw the chair and. Um, uh, Spears held the chair. Spears was in control of the chair. He could have just put the chair down, but because he caught it and then 
looks like he's going to attack Cody with it. Cody's well within his right to defend himself by kicking him, kicking the chair. Let's consult VAR. VAR means it's the it's a DQ. There you go. I mean, it doesn't because I'm in control of VAR and I'm saying it's not a DQ. <laughs> <laughs> fight between the fight between the two referees in the VAR booth. <laughs> Come at me, bro. Uh, yes, very much so. I I thought it was a DQ yeah. personally, but I mean, it it was a bit of a, a, a shoddy finish, wasn't it? Like contentious. What does that mean? Crap. But it was possibly them. I <coughs> maybe think that originally they wanted this feud to end with Cody hitting Sean Spears in the head with a chair. Being told by Tony Khan under no circumstances are they doing that. So he thought, right, well, this is a way to get him hit in the head with a chair. I guess, yeah. But then if, if Cody hits Sean Spears with a chair over the head, I mean, ignoring what Tony Khan has said, that makes Cody as bad as Sean. So therefore, that's not. A, a redeeming quality in any yeah. way. It's not revenge. Does Cody need to be a redeeming, have a redeeming quality though at the he's end of the face. day? Yes, he does. Yeah, he's not going to be for long though, is he? Probably not for long, but he is at the moment and while she's continuing that, eventually it's yeah. going to be him and MJF as, as, a, as a heel faction and I, I, I was part of like a, a heel mini group and I kind of like that. Mm. I like anything that MJF's in so I'm fine with that. Indeed. Right, we, we, need, then, we need to crack on. I know, I've just seen the time. The AAA art track, tag titles, ladder match, the, uh, I can't remember what they called it in Spanish, something de la muerta. Escalada de la muerta, I don't know. I've absolutely the butchered LAX. that. No, <laughs> I've absolutely butchered that. Um, <clears throat> you know, the ladder match for the AAA titles, that's what he's trying to Oh, say. that one, yes, yes. <laughs> So, so we had the Lucha Bros versus the Young Bucks. Um, and bearing in mind that Penta was injured. Really? Um, yeah. <laughs> he, he, was, he was badly injured a week before and wasn't sure whether he'd be able to do it. And then they just, like, I mean, I wish I was that injured because fucking hell, some of the shit that they were doing was unreal. Nick Jackson died for our sins. I mean, both of them died for our sins. One of them got driving onto a fucking ladder and the other one fell off a ladder and hit the ropes and then completely missed one of the tables. That looks nasty. I think what happened was the ladder didn't have any grip on the bottom of it. So when he tried to push off when it was like halfway over, the ladder just went away from him so he didn't get any of that extra distance that he was looking for. And his leg like... And then his leg, yeah, hit the top the rope. So he went, like, shoulder first through the table that broke, and his head hit the table that didn't break. It is nasty. It's a nasty bump so there. Nasty. Um, also, the, uh, what are they called? The the Canadian Destroyer. Oh, oh yeah. My, the table. I saw that. And his head goes through the table. And I was yeah. like, <sighs> Yeah, I mean, like we're not going to remember all of the spots in this match because it was an incredible match, absolute spot. But, yeah, like, but it was a good spot. For, it's not like a spot fest where it was. There was wrestling in there as well. Like, and there was a, a few, a few bits where one of the Lucha Brothers was doing a frog splash onto a table through one of the Jacksons, whilst one of the Jacksons did a frog splash to the other Lucha yeah, Brother. That was cool. And then they did it where they were doing like spears to the outside and stuff where like one from each team was getting attacking and one was taking the hit. 
Um, it was some pretty cool stuff. It, it was stuff that I'd not seen in in tag matches before. I I really enjoyed this match. Definitely, and even Penta getting unmasked, like fully unmasked. Yeah. Um, I just added to the feud because you know these two, in in kayfabe terms, friggin' hate each other. Well, um, I mean, this what sixth, fifth, or sixth match against each other for that those titles this so, year. Yeah. Um, and even though that's the case, did, like we saw stuff that we hadn't seen before. Yeah, definitely. Um, I can't remember how he did. They finish with the pile driver. The package power driver. Yeah, so uh, Nick Jackson had just gone through the tables to the outside. They then got the other one, Matt Jackson, and did that package pile driver where they one of them jumps onto it and adds extra stuff onto a fucking ladder. Like, Ooh. who wants to make a pile driver onto a ladder? What kind of freak are you? Indie wrestlers, mate. They do what they want. Uh, yeah, I mean, and the ladder didn't even break. It was a ladder between a, the fence and the ring, and it didn't even break. And, oh... Uh, but yeah, crack it. And it was good to see the Lucha Bros finally yeah. getting victory over them in AEW. Yes. Uh, and the fact that after the match, we saw two masked figures wearing presidential masks, which I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, J- JFK and Ronald Reagan, I think, wasn't it? I thought it was Bill Clinton, but. It might be Bill Clinton and JFK. But it turns out that they attacked both teams mainly focusing on uh, the Young Bucks, and then they were unmasked to reveal Santana and Ortiz, who are LAX. I know very, very little about LAX. I know they won't won't be called LAX in AEW because that's trademarked by Impact. Yeah, they called them Santana and Ortiz all the time they didn't say LAX because I'm sure I was like, because I'd read on Twitter that LAX turned up and I was like, oh, this must be LAX, but they're not referenced. They're not allowed to call them LAX. They must not be allowed to call them that, so they'll probably have some new new tag team. I I assume. The LAX experience. Because Santino and Ortiz just doesn't look... You didn't laugh. I said the LAX experience. Ugh. Yeah. (laughs) 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 <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Jericho, Adam Page. Um, Adam Page came down to the ring riding a horse because why not? Because they haven't talked to enough animals in the, in the <laughs> show. Um, I, I, I actually enjoyed this match. Probably not as much as any other match on the card. Um Wait. So Sorry sorry to interrupt. I'm really, really sorry to interrupt you because I've just seen something that's quite strange. To right. do with NXT. Right. Um, you know this show's going two hours, right? Yeah. yeah. The first hour is on the USA network, the second hour is on the WWE network. What? So USA Network begins live at eight PM Eastern time, then at nine o'clock it suits on the US on the USA network, and then WWE Network continues live at nine PM. What? So the first hour is on the on the USA network, second heart, second hour is on the WWE network. This I mean, I'm looking at the same tweet you are. This is fucking stupid. This is great. yeah, you look at the gorilla position tweet. Oh no, I'm looking at WWE at NXT saying This is September fucking 20th, dumb. The first hour of NXT will air live on the USA network. The second hour will no, live. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. 
interested to see that for the first two episodes. Yeah. So uh, it, while Suits is still going on, I assume. I assume it's because the Suits series is finishing off. It's soonly finished. So our one on USA, USA is followed by Suits. Is this a way to get mainstream viewers over to the network? Um, it's slightly, slightly confusing launch strategy. Yeah. I do apologise for completely cutting across you there, but that's really interesting. If this is the first two shows, I get it. It's to try and scoop up some last-minute sign-ups to the network. Okay, it's a bit, you know, but... Yeah, I mean, you're right. It's just just for two shows, according to the WWE website. But then, how how are the UK getting... How are the UK getting this show, by the way? Has so, there been uh, any sort of mention of yeah, this? Yeah, so it goes on to the network 24 hours after it airs live. Brilliant. So, so we don't get it. Uh, there's no talk about whether it's whether it's going into the BT deal or Sky deal. Sky haven't said anything about it, so I assume they lose their deal in January, though, don't they? Yeah, that's what I mean. So they haven't said anything about picking it up. So I assume that we're definitely not getting it on TV until at least January. BT haven't commented on it at the moment, but they're not saying anything about what's happening with their WWE deal that they've got for. The end. I think is it the end of January they pick it up. Something or is it like the that. No, it's the start. I think. But yeah. Interesting. That's just interesting. Sorry, I do apologise for kind of crossing. Yeah, no problem, sorry. mate. That's cutting edge. Yeah. Cutting edge. Getting in there. Um, back to the all-out pay-per-view, the main event. Um, I saw a video which was a, a clipping from Jericho's podcast where someone, uh, lots of people have been saying this shouldn't have gone on last. A lot of people said it should be the, the tag team title match, um, which if you are WWE, that <laughs> makes perfect sense. But Jericho rightly said, if you are wanting to show off the big title for this company, you want it on last. So... I completely I mean, agree with that. It's, it's, it's the first time that title has ever been yeah. held. It has to go on last. It has to. Even though it's the I'm most prestigious sure. one in the company. It has yeah. to be last. The, I mean, my issue is got a, a cripple man, loser's belt man, can't go anymore. And Adam Page looked really rusty. Hmm. I can't really remember too much of the rustiness, to be honest. I don't don't know whether because I've I can't really remember. Cause Why was Jericho like, bleeding? Um, uh, outside of the ring and bleeding. That that was um, I think a callback to Fight for the Fallen. Great, because Fight for the Fallen Jericho busted open Page unnecessarily. Yeah. It was unnecessary, completely unnecessary. It didn't add anything to the match at all. It um, didn't. Should have used the blading spot in the Havoc match. Um but um it just I just Chris Jericho with all the will in the world tweeted at Money in the Bank, nice to see a young guy winning the Money in the Bank contract lol, and then has just won the the main title in AEW and he's five years older than Brock Lesnar. But Corbin Sorry, I, I, know, I know that's a really, really weird reference. Yes, Corbin, 
yeah. tweeted this uh, they replied on an Instagram post about this and it makes total sense because you're going oh you 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 marks are basically shitting on WWE because we got old guys winning titles look at Jericho he's just won a title and this is this is Baron Corbin replying to tweet uh, to, to messages on it it's perfect yeah it's perfect um, it's absolutely right as well I mean, Jericho I, did need to win it. I'm sorry, people could disagree all they like, but Jericho did need to win it. They needed a big star to hold the title first to give it valid, to validate it. Can I can I just make a statement though? Um, if I asked my mum now, she would know who Brock Lesnar is. If I asked my mum now who Chris Jericho is, she wouldn't have a fucking clue. Well, there's a big difference between the two. Chris Jericho sees himself as the same kind of draw as Brock Lesnar, but he's not. He's he's not in that caliber. They there's nobody in that caliber caliber at AEW at the moment, with the exception of maybe JR. Uh, America in America, Jericho has done a lot of mainstream TV stuff. So I mean, he's not well known. He's not as well known over here as he is in the states. His, yeah. his, also, his dad was a hockey player, which is always a good start. He's been on Dancing with the Stars. He's done all this sort of stuff. Right, so he, and hmm. He's in a band. And he's also yeah. in Fozzy. And, you know, he ha- he has a lot of outside projects, which means he garners a bit... He shouldn't be in the same breath as Brock Lesnar, obviously, but he's Why not. Why not? They both have memes. <laughs> exactly. Therefore, if you both have memes, you're a big star, in my opinion. Yeah, agreed. Bit of the bubbly. I love it. I shout out to Kev, who's put on Twitter that he's now been banned from using bit of the bubbly in this house. <laughs> Well, he's streaming at the moment, so we're going to have to go and watch him after. Apparently, it's like Rusev Day all over again. Um, But yeah, uh, I I genuinely think Jericho should have won it. I completely agree with Chris. He needs to win the title because he needs to be a draw for when they, 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 because the company's starting up, first champion. He also needs to hold it to get the draw in for TNT, really. Yeah, but I mean, how long is he going to hold it for? When does he lose it? I'm quite happy he's got it. Uh, I'm I'm quite happy for this short-lived meme nonsense and him running around going, I'm the best. Look at me. I've got this title. Um, I also want to call out Kev, who said CM Punk was going to turn up at All Out. What a fucking retard. He he kept playing CM Punk's theme on the way home from Royal Quest. And he kept saying, imagine, it's in Chicago. He, Jericho... Pulls a promo, I'm the best in the world, and then you just hear a of personality. I went, it's not happening, mate. And he was li- he was like adamant that it was gonna happen. I'd seen it's all it was all over the internet. CM Punk's gonna return, CM Punk's gonna return, CM Punk's gonna return. Fucking retards a lot of you. Anybody who thinks there's a chance of CM Punk getting back in a wrestling ring and being put on a mainstream TV. Yes, he might do the odd indie show with a mask on here and there, but he is never, ever, ever going to put himself through all that again. He realises that, A, wrestling's moved on a hell of a lot since he was last in the ring. It's five years since CM Punk has been in the ring. Five years since Punk's been in the ring. Wrestling has moved on a lot. He was known for being the one who was was taking shit to the next level. Well, he's 25 levels behind most of the indie guys now. There's no, there's no good... No good thing that happens from CM Punk going back in the ring. He goes back in the ring and people realise that he's not the greatest in the world. He, with all the women in the world, he's not. And he, he he won't go back to the level that he was at, let alone the level that people have surpassed since. There's no positive. And the, add to that to the fact that he was the most depressed he's ever been in his life when he was wrestling. He's still going he had, that, though. 
He's not going back. He will never wrestle. I've literally, whilst you were away, I said anybody who says he's going to wrestle again is mentally retarded. Fine. I, I, all right, and I, I will, I will take that mantle. I'm fine with that. But yeah, he he is going. Right, it's called Kev out as well because like said Kev came up with the idea that CM Punk was coming back. It's, not it's, not at this AEW. Maybe maybe one of the live shows. But no, he will never ever wrestle for AEW. Okay. Right, are we done with AEW now? Because we need to yeah. do Raw and SmackDown. Raw and SmackDown. I am going to hold my hands up and say I haven't watched any Raw or SmackDown this week. I have not a clue what happened. Well, don't you um, know what's happened? I don't know anything that's happened either. <laughs> Matt, so, well, then, well, then you go with this, Matt. Go on, then. You start. Well, need, you go well, match well, by match. So, right. So, I need to be smooth in here. Mmm. Tasty window. Tasty window. Um <laughs> 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 oh my! <laughs> I was shocked as when Zack Sabre Jr. lost his title. Oh shit! You can't do that to me. Right, stop! He's already dead. So we started off raw. Why have you got the guitar? I, 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 because we started off raw, and Seth Rollins and the uh, and uh, Braun Strowman are in the ring. And then I want you to tell me who enters next movement. The yeah. <laughs> Is that the whole reason you got your guitar down, to play that song? Yeah. So uh, OC. Um, ruins Seth Rollins' contract signing with Braun Strowman. I did like but, AJ's contribution. I mean, he came down to the ring and shouted a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Granted. Yeah, um, I can't remember. What was he shouting about? And AJ was bitching because Braun Strowman basically got a title match because he looked at the belt. So, 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 so then he, so he's getting Gallows and Anderson to go, don't look at my belt, don't look at my belt, don't look at my belt. <laughs> uh, I kind of like that. That's quite funny. <laughs> yeah. I actually like that. Fair yeah. fuck. So AJ was on top form. Yeah, and then it was it was they eventually got in the ring and tried to beat them up, and Braun Strowman was was <laughs> beat up. Braun Cena. No, Braun flipped the table and it went AJ straight in the face, and AJ did not expect that at all. <laughs> yeah, so Gallows and Anderson get in and on one side of the table, Rollins and. Um, Les, uh, not Lesnar, uh, Strowman or the other and yeah, he, when he tries to flick the table, he throws it where AJ's just stood on the apron and it just clocks AJ in the head AJ, AJ oh, doesn't god. sell, that's not selling that's just, that's just oh my god, there's a huge table <laughs> at my face Chin. Yeah, and then it looks like Strowman was going to get like uh, get rid of the OC, so Dolph Ziggler and Booby Rude came down. Oh yeah, that happened. So there was a five on two just to make sure that um, make sure that the OC stayed on top, which is surprising because they're they're two different teams. I know they're, they're fighting for the title soon. Uh, yeah. The OC aren't though, are they? Because they they lost the the match that they lost the, the was it gauntlet, wasn't it? Yeah, they, they yeah. call it something else. They're tag team, tag team turmoil. That's what they call yeah. it because they're double liberation. <laughs> then, then they got angry and then just beat up Cedric Alexander backstage because reasons. <laughs> Cedric Alexander is about to get ready to face uh, Baron Corbin, and then yeah. all of a sudden, just just the OC yeah. just come in and just fuck him up, completely yeah. fuck up um, Cedric. Chins. 
So, following match, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode versus Kurt, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder for reasons. Um, Solid win. It was a nothing match. Roode and Ziggler win because they're going for the title so they can't lose. Yeah, we then had a, a dreadful match between Natalia and Lacey Evans. Oh, that was bad. But <laughs> I've heard that. See, this is, the, this is the thing I have heard. I have heard... A match happened between these two, and it was trash. Lacey yeah. Evans won by distracting her by throwing a napkin towards Natalia's face and then punching her in the face. That's yeah. that's how it ended. So Natalia, it was a five-minute match. Natalia got all of the offense in, and then um, she slipped over, and that allowed Lacey Evans to put a hand inside her knickers again to get out the handkerchief that she always does. You know when she puts her hands inside her knickers to get yeah, Um, (laughs) and she threw threw the 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 vagina sweat hanky in Natalia's face, and that distracted her long enough to get punched in the face, and she got the one two three. Um, That happened. I'm not lying about any of this. Who booked this match? (laughs) Which no, no, did it? Fucking Michael Hayes. That's who did it. The dirty. This is good shit. The worst thing is, we kept Natalia strong against Sasha Banks so that one-armed Natalia could beat Sasha up and then nearly win a match with her later on in the night, only so that we could bury her with Lacey Evans, I assume, to try and make Lacey Evans look strong, but no, it was, the fact it was that was a waste of time takes away from that. Yeah. It was a yeah. waste of time. I mean... It was that good that Bleach Report gave it a D plus. Yes. Have we got? Um... Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Right. So for all out, Bleach Report also gave Cody and Sean Spears a D plus. So in co in in their yeah, I mean, somebody's on freaking. That matches are on a par. Lots of drugs because that was not the same. Like that match was not the same level as mm-hmm. Cody versus Sean Spears. Um, we then had. Sasha Banks come out and challenged Becky for uh, and no, Becky, Becky came, yeah. came out and was like, "Oh, Sasha Banks is a bitch," um, and and she she keeps beating me up with a chair and well, I I I I like being beaten up, so I'm gonna fight you. And then Sasha accepts her challenge, so they're gonna fight at Class of Champions. Is that the next Clash one? Clash of Champions. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, will lead on to something that happens later in the night. Um, we then get King of the Ring, Cedric Alexander versus Baron Corbin. Fucking so as, good match. I really like this match. Alexander had been beaten up backstage by the OC. Because um, reasons. Yeah, because, um, because Connor felt like it. Yeah, basically, yeah. Connor was angry. He needed to get, he needed to get some justice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so Baron Corbin can go, can't he? Yeah. You, you, yeah, you do forget that when Corbin's... I get the feeling that Corbin reminds me a lot of Randy Orton in the sense that if he's into it, he re, he's really into it. Corbin was very, very much into this match and he, he yeah. gives Cedric Alexander a lot of respect. You can just tell. it's a, they, They're yeah. both really... They go hammer and tongs at each other in this match and yeah, very good ending. That spine buster Corbin hit. Fuck me. Yeah. Cedric Alexander died for our sins for that spine buster. Yeah, there was, um, a, there was a lot of good stuff in this match. Yeah, it was just a really good match. Anyway, the fantastically planted end of days. One, two, three, simple. He does stand on the throne again, but he's done that every time he's come out. And all right, all right, all right. It's 
It's Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe, he's going to do it. He's, he's going to Samoa Joe's if he's going to win it. It's not the Throne Wolf. Is the merch we've already we've already designed the merch, Chris? It's, You've it's designed Baron it. That, yeah, but you can't pitch that to WWE. They're not going to take it. Yeah, they are. Go on, and good luck. I mean, they've already designed it, so I don't need to pitch it to them because okay, they're fine. as clever as I. So then, um, yes. We then had the Viking Raiders versus Jobbers <laughs> because we haven't seen this enough. <laughs> yeah, no, the the Jobbers got thrown into each other. It was quite funny. Yeah, I mean, this this was just more of the same shit. Like, can we get the Viking experience doing something? Or I I would like to believe the rumours that are hit, hit, going around Twitter at the moment that they're going back to NXT when it hits two hours on TV. Yeah, makes sense. Um, yeah, I've heard I'd, that as well. I'd like that to happen. We then had Ricochet versus Samoa Joe. Now, lots of issues with this, but... Um, <laughs> There's a lot of rest holes in a Ricochet match, which I'd like. It's Samoa Joe trying to grind Ricochet down. But the whole thing about Ricochet is you, he doesn't need... The, he, he can go for three hours if you need him to. No, 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 no. no. This, this is kayfabe. Samoa Joe needs to wear Ricochet out. Boy, it's so boring. Stop. It can stop, be. Yes. Stop putting ricochet in headlocks and then go into an advert break. But um, the finish. Forget all that. Right. So we've got Samoa Joe doing his Kakina clutch on a turnbuckle. Now, to me, a turnbuckle has ropes on it. Is that not a rope break? So did we not call a rope break? No, he we didn't. To be fair, it. he didn't hold it for long. It was only a couple of seconds. He did no, barely had time. It was fucking ridiculous. And then, to get out of it, Ricochet just elbowed him in the head. Well, why hasn't anybody thought of that before? So, yeah. So, Ricochet elbows him in the head. They both fall off the turnbuckle. Samoa Joe's arm is over Ricochet. Ricochet's arm's over Samoa Joe. And the ref fucking counts. The ref counted one, two, three. And then and we then, had a genuine VAR situation where he goes, he's clearly mic'd up for this entire thing. So he's mic'd up and he's talking loudly whilst looking at a monitor going, yep, 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 okay. Right then, and then, and then, and then just walks off. Yeah, and he goes to the back and goes, well, we need, we need to make a decision. And like, what? And so Joe and Ricochet confront him and he's like, no, the match is definitely over. I could just point um, out, Joe and Ricochet I'm- just start fighting in the ring again after this. Like, well, fuck this, we're just going to keep fighting until a ref comes out. Yeah, but no, they don't do that. So we then go backstage. <laughs> then it goes to an advert break, and then we come back from the advert break, and the referee is doing an interview with... John Cone, by the way. Shout out to John Cone. I can't... Was it, was it Kayla or the other one? Hey, Kayla! Hey, Kayla! But yeah, she, the referee's doing an interview, and then Corbin comes in and he goes, I'll tell you what happened. They both got eliminated, therefore I've got a bye to the final. Meh, 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 meh. And the referee goes, no, we're going to copy the progress Super Strong Style 16, and what we're going to do is we're going to have both of them go through, and the semi-final's going to be a triple threat. Which Samoa Joe's going to win. So you've got Samoa Joseph, Ricochet, and the eventual winner, Baron Corbin, in a in a triple threat next well, yeah, week. Yeah, it, it does. It, it, it protects Ricochet. What a way to ruin a tournament. No, yeah. no, it protects Ricochet. Cause it protects Ricochet, done, but it also means that tournaments mean nothing in WWE. No, 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 because no, what this means, what they've done is they completely fucked the booking of this tournament. They, they, they completely fucked the ordering of these matches up. Completely and utterly. Because 
because they they clearly want Ricochet to go far, but they want Samoa Joe or Baron Corbin to go far as well. So you're like, well, okay, we'll have to do this fucked up way of doing it. But yeah, it protect Ricochet can go out. It'll protect Ricochet if he doesn't eat the pin. It's fine. Yeah, mm. I mean, yeah, I just, I, it's, it's just stupid. What um, happened next? We then we had a five five fun house. Did we? Yes. Yeah, it was. It wasn't a particularly good one. Apparently, I mean, Rambling Rabbit needs to go to AEW. Apparently. Rambling Rabbit had a help me sign up. I like yeah. that. And um, the boss, which is Vince <gasps> oh, McMahon, God, I like yeah. to call him the boss, um, wanted to say something, but uh, Bray Wyatt fed him a dollar bill in his mouth to show him up, which and I, I quite like. like. Look what I've got, and just, 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 just shows <laughs> him like a wad of money. He goes, oh, no, and then one in his mouth, yeah, and that was that was quite good. But yeah, so Bray Wyatt has called out um, the winner of Seth Rollins versus Braun Strowman for a Hell in a Cell match. So it is official that we it's happening. We spoke about this last week. Too early. It's and I'm fun. not happy with this. Uh, it's I mean, way too early. I assume they realise that they botched the original Bray Wyatt quite badly, but they probably think that that was Bray Wyatt's fault, so they think, oh, let's, let's cash in on it now whilst it's hot. No. I think that's what they think. I, I completely agree with you. It's the wrong thing to do. What they should have done is built this character over months and months and months and months and months and months and months and, months and then had him go for the title because this character could go for fucking years. He's um, had one match. Yeah. The the example I, w- I, I was given, or I've, I've seen given a couple of times, is somebody said, oh, should um, they have, have not done this and saved The Fiend for um, a big match where... Finn Balor gets the Universal title somehow and The Fiend runs through loads of opponents and then gets a big showdown with Demon Finn Balor for the title. And someone said, if you take the words for the title out of that sentence, nobody's going to be any less excited for it. Therefore, The Fiend doesn't need the title. I could not agree more. Exactly. So what they should have done was have him do exactly that. Have him run through half the fucking roster to make towards Mania and then have Demon Finn challenge the Fiend for a match at Mania. Everyone's going to be hyped as fuck for it. You get a massive Mania match and there's no title involved. Yeah. And Shawn Michaels a referee because Shawn Michaels does that. Yeah. I, Why not? Yeah. I, I'm worried that this is going to be... Yeah, they fucked it. Completely fucked it. Um, let me see. What do we have after the Firefly Funhouse? Um, we had the Miz versus Cesaro. Which the Miz won? What happened next? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I don't care. What happened next? The, the Miz won in an IC title match at Clash of Champions. Yeah. We we then had the main event, which was Bailey and Becky Lynch versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Um, it was a a woman's tag match. Yes, not Just, for the title, non-title match, but a good tag match. It was titles versus titles, wasn't it, in a way? Because it was the two, the, the champion of Raw and SmackDown versus the tag titles. It sets up a Clash of Champions style element, really, does it? Because obviously Clash of Champions is coming up. But the match itself isn't what's important. No. And uh, later on is important. So, I mean, basically it starts with the finish of the matches, doesn't it? So the, the match finishes by Bailey tags in Becky for the pop. Becky starts beating up Alexa Bliss in the corner. Sasha's waiting uh, outside. Sasha, who came down to the ring randomly five minutes into the match, um, 
slides under the bottom rope, gives a backstabber to Becky. Referee goes ding ling 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 ling, and then we get Becky. Yeah, so uh, Sasha then gets a chair and starts wailing on Becky. Bailey intercepts one of the chair shots, takes the chair off Sasha, looks at Sasha, looks at Becky, looks at Sasha, looks at Becky, picks chair up over her head and smashes Becky with the chair. Can I just say, shit and grin. I loved the bait, because this was, at this moment, this was, oh my God, Bailey's turn heel. This is brilliant. This is what we need. Both Bailey and Sasha were fucking on point for this. This was perfect. It was like when when Bailey gets involved to stop the chair shot, she looks concerned for her friend. Yeah. You don't realise which friend she's concerned for. So you think she's concerned for Becky. And then it's just like a little bit of a wry smile. And then Sasha does a little bit of a wry smile. And then Becky puts a massive grin on and just whacks Becky in the back. And Sasha just goes back to the corner, arms up over the top ropes. And just sits with a fucking massive smug grin on her face whilst Bailey just wails on Becky Lynch and we have heel Bailey. And that's how Raw closes. And just point out the Raw closes whilst these chair shots are sh- still happening. That is attitude error end of Raws. What they, they use it all the time at the end of in at the end of Raw and Attitude Era. They would cut whilst there was stuff still going on, because you're like, fuck what happened, right? We've got to find out next week. Yeah. Perfect. So yeah. Loved yeah, it. it was. It was absolutely perfect. And then Bailey came out on SmackDown. Yeah, so <laughs> Bailey opened SmackDown. And we were. Ex- I was expecting the typical co- uh, copy paste heel promo, but it wasn't. Yeah. No, we got a Becky. Uh, sorry, a Bailey saying that all she wanted to do was support a friend and stay loyal, and that she felt that that's what she was doing. She was in support of a friend. And that she didn't understand why she was getting booed. And then Charlotte Flair's music hits because obviously Bailey and Charlotte are fighting at Clash of Champions. And Charlotte came out and Becky called Charlotte, sorry, Bailey called Charlotte something. I can't remember. Uh, selfish. Seeking or selfish. Yeah, that was yeah, it, yeah, selfish. And Charlotte came down and she said, you know what? Yeah, I am selfish, but at least I'm open and honest about it. At least I'm not being a dick. At least I'm not lying to people and stabbing people in the back. Um, and then Bailey hit Charlotte with a chair again. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Sa- uh, Sasha comes out. You hear Sasha's music. Oh, yeah. And then Charlotte goes, uh, I'm not having this, and just punches Bailey. And then all of a sudden, Sasha gets in, and they just beat the fuck out of you. Yeah. yeah. So this is, this is a really interesting dynamic now. So originally, I thought, fuck me, we've got, we've got full heel Bailey here. This is awesome. But what we've actually got is something different. And I actually quite like this. This is... This is Almost how a real friend would interact with a situ- with a situation, because in wrestling terms, in usual wrestling terms, when you're heel, you only hang out with the heels, and you only associate with the heels, and this, that, and the other. And when you face, you associate with face, blah blah blah. But what Bailey's doing is she's just siding with her mate, and yeah. and 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 she's showing a bit more attitude in promo. She's not like going, oh, this is all your fault, you people, and. And her typical, yeah, oh, I'm in this town, it stinks. Yeah, she, she, none she, of that. Dean Ambrose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's not doing the Dean Ambrose or even the Becky original heel promo, which was terrible, by the way. Um, what you're getting is her going, you know, look at, you know, think of your kids. I'm, I'm showing, I'm being loyal to my friend. That's what <clears throat> friends do. They're loyal to each other. 
And so, so, so you're seeing a slightly different Bailey, but not like a generic heel mode character change. So it's yeah. different in a decent way. And it, yeah. it it would be a good way to transition into a very heel Bailey if if we if this is what happens and people start to boo her, which is what happened at the very start of the, the promo on on SmackDown yeah. was people were booing her. And if if she continues to get that reaction, that would then tip you over the edge of well, hang on a minute, I'm helping my mate out and you're fucking criticizing me for it. Well, fuck you lot then. Yeah, and she she has an authentic friend. turn. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. Yeah, and the other alternative is actually she realizes what Sasha is doing is wrong, and you know she she starts to realize that what she's doing is heelish, and she stops. So you've you've got two two routes out of this where Bailey can either come out of it a face or a heel. She they just need to make a decision on that. I think this is all starting to lead. I believe they want a four horse woman match, whether it's a tag match or a we have um, a four horse woman feud in. So yes. By WrestleMania, and I think this is possibly a way for them to go for it. This is, I think this is Rumble, Rumble or Survivor Series. Do you not need two of them in the Rumble match to make the Rumble? No, match no, better? no. I guess it is. Yeah, no, it's not Rumble. It'll be Survivor Series. Uh, you, Survivor Series is just going to be champion versus champion, though, isn't it? So it's just going to be Raw versus SmackDown, Bailey versus what's the name? It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be champion versus champion. It doesn't have to be. It's not, it always is, though. I, I think that's what it'll be. And I, 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 I genuinely think they are now trying to build to us getting a probably a fatal four way at WrestleMania. That is why they are not booking that far ahead. Not a chance. Not even now, Paul Heyman and what's his name, Jack Stads. I'm back. No, I just I can't see them booking that far ahead yet because you got to remember that this is when Becky was first booked strong this time last year. To, and... Yeah, but to be to be fair, and, and quoting Sasha, the only reason that Becky stayed majorly relevant was because Nia Jax broke her face. It's true. It, it, no, but it is true. And alongside yeah. it is Becky's... Big, Becky's ascendancy dropped off the moment Ronda Rousey fucked off. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not hating on Becky, no, no, but no, it's no. true. I mean, you say the moment Ronda Rousey fucked off, I say, because she was thrown into a feud with Lacey Evans, who can't wrestle. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah. The, I mean, there's 50... I don't think she would have been as, as big, but I don't think she'd have fallen as far down in people's estimations had she had an actual challenger rather than Lacey Evans. Becky just so needs I, to find that attitude again and be more of herself rather than this... I don't know what this is. Yeah, she's she was a bit wet. I wasn't a big fan of Becky's promo on Raw. It wasn't bad, but it it, it, it lacked it a bit. Fair. There was no pass like there wasn't the passion that we were hearing this time last year. From it, this isn't Becky with a chip on her shoulder, is it? No, this is Becky with a full belly. And <laughs> just, she sounds like she's fairly satisfied in the position she's in, and yeah. that's concerning. Um, yeah. But I suppose enough chat about that. So we'll move on. So following. The Charlotte Flair getting beaten up by Bailey and no, yeah, Bailey and Sasha. We had King of the Ring quarterfinal number three, Ali versus Elias. I really hate Elias's theme. Just please. I, I thought you why were... did they get rid of it? I don't understand. I don't understand but... because because he's not because he's not doing his guitar promos now, is he? He's not. Which also but, is weird. But I mean, yeah, the I I don't like his theme, but that's beside the by. Why the fuck is Elias beating Ali? Because only heels get far in the in King of the Ring. But 
but what? But I, ju- <laughs> I just <laughs> true. That. Ali, Ali can wrestle and Elias with all. The, I like. I love Elias. Elias can wrestle. He's he's a two and a half star wrestler, isn't he? Whereas Ali is a four and a half star wrestler. Mm. I guess. But yeah, we got his drift away, which is like a spinning fisherman neck breaker. Yeah, that's basically what it is. Um, yeah. It looks a bit like a Blade Runner. Who the, uh, Jay White. Blade Runner's yeah. um, sister yes. Abigail, isn't it? Uh, uh, yeah, actually, that makes sense. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I always think that those types of moves always look very samey, samey. Yeah, they're all the rotating, like spinny. Lots yeah. of rotations. Um, we then had Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross versus Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose, not for a title. Um, because they've had a title match and lost. But apparently they get another match. And this time, Sex and Violence win. So, I think Nikki Cross got pinned. Yeah, so Nikki Cross got... Did she? Uh, does this even say... Oh, no. Bliss got pinned, which is surprising. But yeah, uh, Sonya Deville pinned Alexa Bliss. Fire and desire. I mean, Sex and Violence. That's... <laughs> yeah. How did you get sex and violence from fire and desire? Because we all know what Michael Cole's thinking of when he sees Mandy Rose. That's sex. Mandy. And, Mandy. and uh, we all know that... <laughs> I, I I still hear Randy when you do that. Yeah. Randy. Randy. They, 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 I do like the new finish. It's almost like a high-low, isn't it? Yeah. It's it, it it's a V trick. No, it's not a V trick. It's a bro kick with a sort of sweeping leg under uh, from the other one. And it's a very nice. It's a tidy looking finish. Yeah, yeah. Um, it works. It was quite a good good match. Um, but yeah, so Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose won so that they can have a tag title match on a pay per view for the first time since Mania, um, yeah. because they 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 realise that they need to. Otherwise, those titles look pathetic. I mean, spoiler alert, those titles are pathetic and didn't really need to exist. But, yeah. You're such such an angry man. Like, what was the point? Like, what have have we had out of those tag titles? We've had the Iconics, who I love. best part of WWE exclusive ever. What are you talking about? So, so basically, what we've got from those titles being a thing is, Hey, Kyla! And that's it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, unfortunately. We've been around for 200 days at this point, so... Yeah, I mean, we could have done without them, couldn't we? Um, so next we have Randy Orton come out so that he can dress the WWE Universe and he bitches about Kofi um, and then says, rather than waiting for Class of Champions, why don't you come and fight me now? And so Kofi's music hits and then you see Dash Wilder like fall sideways out of the thing. You go, what the fuck's happening here? And then Kofi's like limp body comes out with Scott Dawson wailing on him. So Dawson and Wilder are smacking the crap out of Kofi. Rest of the New Day just don't care. So they just ignore it. Um, Kofi's lifeless body gets dragged to the ring so that um, Orton can give him a super RKO, which is where it's basically like a 3D, but with both of the Revival lifting him up. Um, and then um, Orton picked up a microphone again and stomped on his ankle and said stupid and then stomped on his other ankle and said stupid and then stomped on his head and said stupid. Yeah. Um, 
because you know that that word in this feud is always going to work, and I hate that it works because actually the last match in this was pretty shit. And it wasn't terrible. It was a boring match with no finish. The pay per view one I'm on about, not the like. Oh, the pay per view um, was awful. Yeah, not not the multi, but like they've had some good like three on three New Day versus Revi- Revival KO or whatever they call themselves. The FTRKA. Yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, um, I don't even think at any point the New Day came down to save Kofi. They just no, let him drop. They, they, they referenced one of them wasn't around. One of them was in the treatment room or something like that. Right, okay, yeah. And, I mean, uh, and Xavier Woods was at Comic-Con or whatever it was, filming bits of Triple H, so... Okay, look, so they weren't there to save him. Okay, fair enough. If they referenced it, I, w- I just wasn't paying attention. Uh, the next that we had was the King of the Ring quarterfinal, Chad Gable versus Andrade. And because it was Chad Gable, obviously we had Selena Vega come in the ring and say, hey, he's short. Um, yeah, she's tiny. Yeah, she said, like me, you're a little guy. Um, or something along those lines. Um, but yeah, um, Chad Gable beat Andrade. Absolute scene. It was a really good finish. The pop was immense. Crowd went batshit as well for the finish. Do you think that Shorty G is winning? Shorty G or Shorty G is the face that's going to lose in the final to Baron Corbin or Samoa Joe. Uh, Yeah, in that list of wrestlers at the start of the King of the Ring, you would get Shorty G versus (laughs) Corbin at the end of it. No, you didn't. But I'll tell you what, though, this yeah, is all, this is getting Chad Gable very much over. Good. Uh, sorry for him. I mean, he looks a bit weird. I miss his hair. Yeah, I think he looks weird with short hair. <laughs> but yeah, um, you know, he's going bald, so he had to do it eventually, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, you can see that he's really thin on top. Uh, but yeah, so Andrade tried for the hammerlock DDT. Gable counted it and rolled him up. Because you know he he can't win by actually doing a move. He has to do a roll up. It was well, almost I mean, a roll. It was like a. It started because uh, I remember there was a point where he basically just just grabbed. Um, who was he fighting again? Uh, Andrade. He just grabbed Andrade and put him back into a into into a sort of into roll up position afterwards, and it, it it just it sold really well. And it, the, the pop, the, it's one of those very rare building shake pops you get. Yeah, it was a really I mean, good finish. We we, we obviously the, the spot I remember from the middle of the match was um, Andrade going for the three amigos and Gable countering after the second yeah. to try and do the three like Kurt Angle used to do the three yeah, Germans, the three Germans, yeah. And again, Andrade counted after two and then got his third amigo in. Um, there was a few other like callbacks. I was because obviously Chad Gable is clearly more like. Kurt Angle's son than Jason Jordan, and I always love when like Gable does the the kind of Kurt Angle stuff. Yeah, um, I quite enjoyed that. But yeah, um, I I thought it was a really good match. Again, there's been some great matches in this King of the Ring, but yeah, for me, the heel versus face semi-final should have been Ali versus Andrade, and then you can have Ali versus. Corbin in the final because I think Ali will be better at taking an end of days than Gable will because it's always looked better on somebody who can do flippy shit because you've got to do so Gable much. Gable can do flippy shit yeah, as well. Let's yeah, not forget Gable. Yeah, but he, he's flippy, but he's not 
fast flippy, he's mm. methodical flippy. Yeah, I get you. That's a sick moonsault. I mean, it is a sick moonsault. Yeah. Um, Alistair Black then had a shout at a door, took his clothes off and went to the ring. <laughs> yep, that's it. Who did he fight? Is that that in a nutshell? Yeah. So if I watch that, that's he had a match. I can't remember who he had a match against. But basically, what he did, you know, he does his whole I'm sitting in a room, I'm going to pick a fate, or whatever he says. And he went, Nobody wants to pick a fight with me when I'm sitting in a room, so I'm going to go and stand in the ring and pick a fight, and then starts taking his clothes off. Yep, basically, in a nutshell. Um, so yeah, so we had Alistair Black versus Shelton Benjamin, um, which Alistair Black won. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, any other comments on the match, Chris? No, I don't really have much to add to the match because it was it was a pretty simple. It was a pretty pretty. <laughs> It wasn't. It wasn't even like it was just a quick five minute match more than anything. It was. It was almost the Black Masters came out of nowhere, which I do like. I do like how he hits it out of fucking nowhere. Shelton sold it well. Simple win, really, wasn't it? Fill a match yeah. for a few minutes. Yeah. Um. So then we had the twenty four seven title change. Oh yeah. So backstage, um, Drake Maverick is running away from people. Um. He. Gets a te- pin attempted by two or three people, but eventually one of the B team, I can't remember which one, one of the B team gets Curtis, the title. Excuse me, Curtis Axel. There you go. So Curtis Axel is now a one time 24 7 title. We then had um, Shinsuke Nakamura versus. Oh, no, 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 no. Drake Maverick, uh, Drake Maverick got the title back and then our truth pinned him. That was after the. The Shinsuke Nakamura Was match. it? Oh, right. Yeah, so we then had Shinsuke Nakamura versus random bloke who looks like... I think it's local competitor. They don't even name him. No, no yeah, no. Sami Zayn named him Anthony something, Anthony Boardman or something like that. But yeah, uh, this is this is in effect, Sami Zayn's becoming Leo Rush. Yeah, so yeah, that was exactly... So instead of getting Shinsuke's music, uh, Nakamura... Uh, sorry, Sami Zayn said that Nakamura... His music is for him and him alone. You guys don't deserve his music, therefore you're not getting it. And um, he then beat up a fat man. Um, yeah. And and then the match descended into chaos because before we had a chance to pin him, um, Bo Dallas appears in the ring. And we then get a couple of crappy pin attempts that were unsuccessful. Um, it looks like from the Singh brothers and a couple of other people. And we then had um, Maverick wins the title back in the ring, goes to up by the King of the Ring. You find out that it's not something holding. It's not just like a thing, like like that's an ornament that's holding the staff for the King of the Ring. It is in fact our um, truth with a towel over his head, and he takes the towel off, and he comes out, and he pins, and he's got his title back. So he's now a 14-time champion. So, uh, yeah. Um, so we had, that was uh, that match didn't even really happen. Um, but we then had Daniel Bryan come out and demand an apology. Um, he demanded yeah. an apology from from. Roman Reigns, because Roman Reigns speared him last week because Rowan ah, did it. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, so, uh, but halfway through this, 
Rowan comes down and Rowan's angry because Brian slaps him in the face last week. <laughs> Many times. Yeah, and he's like, you didn't do it once, you didn't do it twice, you did it to me several times. Um, Reigns came out and got a pop. Um, Rowan attacks Reigns and then Rowan attacks Daniel Bryan. And he was, Rowan looked like he was just going to throw Reigns through the announce table. But um, Daniel Bryan comes over and he's like, you're not supposed to be doing this. I wanted to talk to him. I wanted to talk to him. And he just did his like EBD, his version of the EBD claw yeah. into a slam. Um, so he picked up, picked up Daniel Bryan and slammed him through the, the announce table. And that was the end of Smacketh the Down. So... It looks, and um, I believe I saw a graphic that said Roman Reigns versus Rowan at... Yeah, I saw that as well. Um, Clash of the Champions. Clash of the Champions. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will watch it at some point tomorrow. Um, cause yeah, I mean, make sure, you've got fast, make sure you've got the fast-forward button on you. Um, yeah, I always, do. I always do anyway. Um, so We'll what... go through, uh, quickly go through NXT, just literally just talk about the matches. So we had... The breakout tournament winner, um, which is Jordan Miles, had his match against Adam Cole, which um, really good match. If you've got time, go and watch that match. Um, I was surprised at how, how good he was. Um, but obviously, um, he, he was never going to take the title off Cole. Cole, Cole okay. won in the end. Adam we Cole then had Breezango versus Chase Parker and Matt Martell. Basically, just look like Breezango versus local competitors. I don't really know what this is building to. Breezango win. Uh, we had Velveteen Dream versus Kona Reeves. Um, why is um, Kona Reeves still a thing? Kona Reeves needs to. Uh, he, he's a shit EC3 and he's not very good at it. Um, surprisingly enough, Velveteen Dream beats him. Um, and then we ended the night with Tainara Conti versus Bianca Belair. Um, I quite enjoyed this match. I quite like both of these women. Um, Belair is actually growing on me. And we also find found out that there's going to be a triple threat in the next couple of weeks to find out the next challenger for Shayna Baszler, which was going to be... I think it's going to be Bian on live shows, you know. Bianca Belair, Io Shirai, and somebody else, but I can't remember who. Candice? Nope. Me again. Me it, it might be yeah. Him, but yeah, so we're getting that sometime soon. I, but, think uh, they, I think they're saving it for the live shows because I saw a tweet which said that that was going to be plugged in for one of the first live shows. Yeah, but yeah, um, really enjoyed NXT. Not nowhere near as good as last week's, but um, still pretty positive. Excellent. Um, I think we're all wrestled out this week. I mean, I've watched so much wrestling. I am yes. tired of watching. I, know, I don't want to say this is a bad thing, but I'm tired of watching wrestling. I kind of need a week off. Like, um, but <laughs> feels, feels you. We have a podcast to record. I can't do stuff Amen, like brother. Yes. Um, so, once again, thank you very much for listening to this extended Bad Bookers Wrestling Podcast this week. We do apologise for the length, but hopefully you've stuck with us and got our thoughts on the wrestling that we've seen this week. Thank you to everybody who has been involved with uh, going over to the, the, the YouTube and watching whatever we saw last week. Thank you very much. Make sure you uh, like, share and subscribe. Got to get the plugins in. Should Make sure you go that on the bloody video. <laughs> Fuck. 
also make sure I get the podcast website correct this yeah, time. Yeah, I won't have to wait um, all that out, will I? So make sure you go and check their website out at www.badbookers.com. Uh, make sure you uh, follow us on Twitter at badbookerswp, and make sure you uh, join us. <laughs> this podcast brought to you by Powerslam TV. You should be Indeed. using promo code BADBOOKERS to get uh, one month free. There you go. Indeed. Thank you very much for listening. Bye. 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 Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv.